recorded live. Anybody else want to add to that? Do we really want to 
Do we so care about only, getting inside? The only thing I can say is I never heard anybody get in one and never come back. <laughs> so you must be careful. Yeah, you got to be careful. This is going to be a dangerous uh, topic tonight. Um, but do most thoughts that women have revolve, the, revolve around their weight or their appearance? Yeah, their appearance. Number one. Why y'all think that is? Because that's what they're taught all their life. And the media reinforces it over and over again. I mean, come on. They don't. They don't uh, target men about dieting, and and the few that is out there is like one percent, if that. Mm-hmm. Hair color. <coughs> I don't know too many men who will run out and get some gracious, but I'm sure they might be. But you know, that's directed toward women. Makeup industry itself. And my favorite. Lingerie. <laughs> you know, you got to be a one. You got to be a two. If you're 16, you're undesirable. That's not me saying it. Right. That's the society we live in. But anybody else? Why are most thoughts that women have revolve around their weight or their appearance or, you know, they wonder if their bra strap is showing, you know, stuff like that? Because they they always care about how people uh, judge them, and by judging them, that's judging their appearance. Mm. Even the ones that think they don't, and this 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 is what trips me out about a lot of women. Even the women you see that think that they show people that they don't care what other people think, they showing you that they do care about what other people think by living up to what other people believe someone who don't care about their appearance would look. There's a catch to that. You know, women don't dress for us men. They dress for other women. They try to outdress other women. How many guys, you know, look at you and and start criticizing what you got on? Or, or even better yet, if if another dude, if you had on the same pair of shoes another dude have on, I mean, the only thing y'all talk about, you know, did you get it at this store or did you get it at this store? Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, how much cheaper you got it. Yeah, that is. <laughs> we ain't ready to kill each other because one dude got on the same shoe. Well, I don't know about these new age dudes now, you know, this you know, this metrosexual stuff, so who knows with that stuff. <laughs> I ain't, ain't no telling what you might see nowadays. I'm talking about my day now. Yeah. yeah. Guys didn't care and don't care. Yeah, well, I mean, between their weight, their appearances, their bra straps showing, you know, they, the only other thing they think about is where they left their keys or their cell phones. You know, it's like, where did I leave my, you know, that's what they're always thinking about. But is keeping one eye tuned to the TV or on your smartphone really listening? I mean, if if we were to listen to what she says with both ears, how would that help us to get inside of her mind? Well, first of all, women, once you talk, you listen, they tend to tell things. See, when you ask women, women are so defensive, the walls come up. But if you listen, they'll start talking. Eventually, they'll start talking, and they'll tell you indirectly what they like, indirectly where the other person went wrong. So if you listen to a woman, you can learn a lot about a woman. See, when you talk too much, you can't hear. 
You understand what I'm saying? And that's what you know. Well, they going to tell you, well, this is what I like to do. This is what I don't like to do. This is what my past relationship like. So this is what my family like. So you get a general idea of what you're working with. So you know what you don't do what you won't do because you know what she's been through. So that's why I say listening. Because if you ask a woman, she, we, most people put on fronts the first time. You know, when you talk, oh, yeah, I'm this, that, and the other. But you ever had that time where you just sit down and somebody listen, you just start telling the story. You just start telling your, your life history. You'd be like, why am I talking to this person? Because they're listening. They're not talking. Every time you're around somebody, you can't ever express your feelings because somebody's always talking. So if you listening, she's talking, then you understand where her mind is at. So that's how you use, I call reverse psychology. And you can apply that to her because she's telling you what she like. You just got to listen. And see, the most thing men don't do is listen. See, we're more the outspoken one. It is our way or no way. Or once we feel like we got, maybe if we get the uh, the draws before we get to the mind, then now we think we got control because we tap that. But, you know, my daddy always say they can look up longer than you can look down, so that can come and go. So I just think if you listen, maybe you understand a little more about the person, where the, you know what to do and how to apply yourself for the future. So it'll benefit you as far as getting into a mind. But as far as men trying to actually talk to her and get into a mind, that's not going to ever happen. That's not going to ever happen. I don't think it's going to ever happen. That's why we always have a weakness for women, because we can never get into their mind. And my daddy told me once before, too, while we sleeping, they're thinking. So how are you going to get into a woman's mind? You can sit with your wife right there, right across from the table. She could just be right there. Her mind is a thousand miles away. And what she's thinking about is the furthest thing that you think she's thinking about. You know, and men are more emotional. Like, we know when they know what's something on our mind. Because it ain't it's simple to get into our mind. You know what I mean? You give us a good shot. We're going to tell you everything. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. <laughs> but, I mean, good words, brother. But what if your woman doesn't say anything? You know, how do you get inside of her mind then? You talk about, you know, we need to be better listeners. But what if, you know, she gives you a silent treatment or whatever? A woman well, doesn't some say people- anything. Well, some people you got to accept what they are. Some people are introverted people just by nature. You know, some people just just to themselves, you know, just private people. Now, as far as all women, I don't think you can get into all women's mind. But I, that's a very difficult thing to do. Now, the only thing you can do is put it on the table. Like you say, if she don't talk, that's just her personality. You just have to accept that for what it is. So in a positive note, if I would take, say, if that's your significant other, if she can't relate to me like that, and I'm her wife, I mean, I'm her husband, I would feel even better because I know no other joker out there on the streets to stand a chance because that's just not her personality. So you just have to accept that one for what it is. But you find introverted people, just private people, just not that type. They can love you, but they just not. Some people are not exposed to it. That's difficult. Some people are not taught. I know people that just didn't know. When I come from a family, when you see people, you hug them. Some people, if they never seen that affection, they don't know how to give that affection. They don't know how to hug. They can love you just as much as they, but all that hugging, that's not what they're accustomed to. So that's a hard thing to say as far as getting into a woman's mind. That, that's that's hard. Mm-hmm. Anybody else? Yeah, I 
anybody else? What if your woman doesn't say anything? I think that there might be a reason behind it. Um, I'm pretty sure that it wasn't always that way um, in the courtship stage where she wasn't saying anything. <coughs> I mean, it had to be a point where there was some conversation going on. But but the brother made a point earlier that you have to listen, have to make them comfortable with the fact that they can come to you with anything and you're going to listen. The other key element to that, the other key element to that is don't always be quick to give them advice. Because most of the time they don't want the advice. They don't want to hear our opinion. They just want you. They to just want you to listen. You're just right. You're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. They don't want you to, you know, your say because maybe you know. They don't value well. They may value your opinion, but they may value your silence more. Yeah, I know my wife. She'll tell me that. You know, she'll let me know. Sometimes she'll say, "Hey, I didn't tell you this for an opinion, or for a direction, or for a critique." And when she say that, you know, and usually sometimes I can pick up on it. Sometimes I miss it. I know just shut the hell up and listen. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I do. And I think that's great that that she tells you that because a lot of times. Our, our ladies don't tell us that they don't. They oh, do. now my wife is guilty of being a typical woman, thinking we can read minds. Now, she's thinking we, you know, I just know. Right, right. <laughs> you know, my wife is notorious for telling me, uh, "Hand me the thing," and I'm supposed to know exactly what she's talking about and exactly where it is, and I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> or what she's talking about. Or she would make a hand gesture, and I'm supposed to know she needs help. I don't know. Well, uh, that means get her a pen. I don't know what the hell that all means. <laughs> it's very important. And, and I, for me being married, my wife said the same thing. Sometimes when they get to talking, and then we come along and want to give an opinion. And she would say the same thing. I didn't ask you for your opinion. I just asked you just to listen to what I got to say. Yeah, but I, go ahead. And that's the truth. When he said that, that that was the truth. Sometimes, like I said, when you listen, sometimes women need a sounding board. They don't want to be judged. They don't want to be like lead in a particular direction. They just want somebody to listen. And that's where we don't do. And that's why if you listen to a lot of people that have relationships that messed up and another joker came into play, the first thing they say was, he gave me that attention. He listened. You never listen. A joker laying in the wing, how you think that he find them women like that? Because he listened. He don't know what the circumstances is, and the first thing a woman going to do is talk, especially if she to that point, if she want to express herself, you ain't listening, and she got a built-up frustration, she can come talk to your homeboy just because he might just be there and just say, you know what? Yes, and you know this. This is what she might just be. He might just dare to listen, and that's how things get started by listening. And I tell you that, and I say it the truth. And we learn to listen. I ain't saying we gotta conform to everything they they do or say, but if we ever listen, then you know what you're working with. That's why mm-hmm. I'm telling you, you'll find out a lot of things by listening. <laughs> <laughs> but I think what the brother said was key is that he said his wife comes to him, came to him in the one instance, and say, look, I don't need you to solve this. I, I kind of just need you to be a sounding board. Exactly. And I think, I think that would help us if they, you know, instead of just coming to us and start just blah, 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 because automatically we're going to go into fix-it mode. You know, we're yeah. like, all right, you know, what's the problem? I hear you, okay, this is how we're going to fix it. We're going to start here, one, two, three, bam, we're done. Right. And 
I think it would help us if they would come to us and say, you know what, for this particular issue, you know, I just need you to, like you said, I just need you to listen. But a lot of times we go into fix-it mode, and then they, on the back end, it's like, well, actually, I really don't want you to fix it. I just kind of want you to listen. And it's like, well, you could let me know that up front. And, you know, a lot of times, you know, now I'm almost going to repeat my wife on a lot of this. My wife would tell me, I feel like I shouldn't have to tell you this. I feel like you should know this. Mm. And it's right then and there. At that point, we have a come-to-Jesus moment. I let my wife know, I'm sorry to disappoint you, but I am the way I am. And there are some cues and signals that I'm not going to be able to pick up on. Now, I will try. Now, I will try. But please don't expect 100% accuracy the next time around. So you stuck with me. I'm stuck with you. So I'm going to try, and you try to let me know. And we work it out. And she said, okay. And that's it, I, you know, so, because they will hit you with, oh, you're supposed to know in a minute. You're supposed to already know this. We've been together this long, you're supposed to already know this. No, no. Uh, and then uh, they go into that, that silent treatment and, you know. And, and oh, yeah, when it's silent, and, that's bad. They yeah, thinking and, then. And, and do y'all think that her silence would tell you more about her than words ever can? Uh, Not me. Nah, nah, cause no, you don't no, know what you don't know what she's thinking. <laughs> so what she's thinking? I'm serious, and that's the truth. I give an illustration. It's, it might be a little off. My wife said to me, "We have discussion about doing things." Now, and I got the grass, I got the kids, I do the laundry. She said. This screen door that my son, you know how you lift your back door up and you got your screen. He yeah. pushes, he pushes the screen. Now, now normally it's been a hundred degrees, so we had the, the glass down because we run in the air. She says this screen door been bothering me for so long. Why ain't you fix it? Now that was the furthest thing from my mind. You understand what I'm saying? My point making is now how she zero in on that. When I mean, I know it had to be done, but at that particular time, that wasn't priority. You understand what I'm saying? Because you're going to have the door down. I mean, it's not tore up to the point, but I understand the point. But my point is, because she was thinking about something that I was probably like the 99th hundred to do thing on the list, that I supposed to be knew that read our mind and knew that that needed to be fixed. But that's my point that I was trying to make, that you'll never know what's on their mind. And <laughs> Silence, especially if she ain't saying that you don't know what she's thinking about. And if you done did something wrong, and if you was a constant goof up over time, you don't know where her mind is. If her mind thinking about talking to someone, I mean, so I rather for her to vocalize it. So at least I got some idea of what she's thinking. If she's cursing, I know she's mad. If she's talking <laughs> different, you know, I know it's divorce time. You know what I mean? But, if, you know, my man, I'm just as sick as her because the whole time I'm going to sit there and try to figure it out. And if she ain't saying nothing, I know me. I ain't going to be satisfied to I add something on to it. It might get to the point where what she say, I might not want to, I might not like it. But, <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's why I'd rather for this. To say something. So as long as she vocalizes it, you right. know, it is, you know. But what what about, you know, I don't know if, uh, you know, any of y'all uh, work out or maybe you golf or something, but what if what if she never utters a word when you, you know, attend to your other interests? 
you know, do you think it's because he doesn't care? That could be a problem. When you tend to your other interests, I don't. What are you saying, Rodney? Like say, you know, you say, yeah, I'm going to play golf, you know, and you know, she's just like, all right, whatever. Yeah, that's a problem because mine give me smack about everything. I try to. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, it might be defeat. Yeah, it, it, it to me it depends on the situation and the circumstance. Now, if your wife know that's what you like to do, and that's what you do in your spare time. And if you handling your business and taking care of your business, I don't think that's a problem. I don't think that's an issue where you have to worry about concern. But if you doing things that you say you one place and you ain't doing this, and that she just it was situations in the past that maybe she was that she felt leery about. And she say she don't care. Maybe she don't even care no more. But if you doing what you got to do and your wife trust, I don't think that's the issue. My wife. Like, a lot of times on Saturdays, I go out and hang out with my boys, you know what I mean? And she goes shopping with her mom. That's her time. If she going shopping with her mom, I'm going to go visit my friends. That's my day. Now, Monday through Friday, I'm home with the kids. Sunday, I work there at church, but I'm home. So that's my time. I mean, I don't see that as a problem if she say, all right, go ahead. I mean, you're coming back home. So if your wife tell you she going to her mom's, and you know she normally visit her mom's on Sundays or twice a month, and that's a month. What you going to say? All right, you know, all right, go ahead. You know, because that's her normal, that's what she do. I don't think that's an issue. I don't think I think, it's, I think it's in their nature to right. complain about those things. Right. I think it don't matter if you say I'm signing up for a cooking class so I can cook better for you, mm. and I'm going to be outside the house every weekend for about two hours. <laughs> He'll find a way to complain about it. And I'm yeah, not yeah. I'm just saying, you know, they it doesn't matter if you got the permission up front, if they doing whatever it is, they will find a way to critique what you're doing. Well, why you gotta go to cooking class today? Absolutely. Yeah. And y'all ain't got no plan. Y'all ain't got no plan. But why you gotta go today? What you I have to, cooking and class and today? I have to put it on the calendar, go ahead, preach. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know what I mean? You thinking you doing something good or you know, you done you done finish your honey do list, you done put on your quality time in the whole week. Uh, yeah. Still, they're going to flex because yeah. they can. Yeah. Come on in my house, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let me open the door. Uh, <laughs> you trying to do something extra. Like, I'm trying to, you know, cook better for you. Huh? Let, let me tell you how my wife thinks now. My wife thinks, okay, every other weekend we got the kids. When we don't have the kids, they're with their dads or, you know, the 19-year-old. He old enough. Don't nobody care about him. But on the weekend. <laughs> you got to say it like that. Yeah, but on the weekend we do have the kids. My wife gets in the habit of, oh, so you gonna hang out? And I'm stuck here with the kids. Mm-hmm. She gets into that whole, you know, when we in this together thing. Like, you know, she try to play that card on me. It's like, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that sometimes, you know, I like to have my me time. Now, just cause you don't have anybody that you can hang out with, you know, that you feel comfortable calling here, all your homegirls moved away. You know, I still got my homeboys, and, you know, I recognize that and I acknowledge that, but still at the same time, that sometimes, you know, I need to go on to get out there, mm-hmm. you know. And that's our big, you know, and that's our biggest fight. You know, anything I do, you know, because I made a comment today. I, I told her, you know, I was trying to go do this with my boys, but, you know, you want me under you 24-7. And she kind of looked like, oh, do I really want you under me 24-7? I said, well, yeah. I said, well, what about this weekend? 
So you can go out this weekend. You know how they do. So first, first today she said I could go. Then tomorrow she gonna ask me, "Am I really going?" And then oh, by Friday hey, hey, they're I gonna be like, "Don't, don't, don't even do it." <laughs> I gotta uh, stop you. I gotta stop you. I, gotta, I have to. And the reason why? The reason why? <laughs> because you just said first she said I can go. Yeah. Check <laughs> <laughs> me. Tuesday. So are you you so, still going? 
maybe you told the old dog a new trick, because mine is I don't say anything. I give a A, B, or C. You pick. I'm, I'll go, because anywhere I go, I'm going to enjoy. She'll get there and go, uh-huh. You going to eat? Cause I no, like I go that. on. I got the I got the corral that I got to herd that kitten. Cause I don't need to hear no more about it after it's done. <laughs> so you, I mean, you talk about the change, you know, going through the change of life. But um, how how do y'all think women feel about like jewelry and flowers and you know stuff like that? How do you think they okay. feel like that? Do you, do they oh, feel thank like you, y'all? Rodney. Come on in. All right, Rodney. <laughs> Talk to me, brother. How do they feel about that kind of stuff? So I was buying my wife all these flowers all the time because my wife likes flowers and she likes colors. So now she's telling me I don't want the flowers at my job because I really like to enjoy them at home. Mm. Okay. I get the flowers at home. Now, when I get the flowers at the job, those flowers are delivered naturally, right? Mm-hmm. When I get the flowers at home, I buy them flowers, right? Don't need me paying extra for a delivery truck. Well, guess what? He liked the flowers more that are delivered. <laughs> what? So she like, well, I like the flowers that are delivered. And that's what I said. Well, you know what? I'm not paying to have no flowers delivered to my house. I can just go to Safeway Giant and get you some flowers, and then you cool. So you have to learn to roll with these here. And she said, okay, cool. And she cool with that. But that's just how she rolled. My mm. wife made the tragic mistake one time of telling my crazy behind that she didn't want me to buy her no more jewelry. Mm. Oh, I, I remember that. Praying <laughs> <laughs> with it. I can relate to that. She was going mm-hmm. on yeah, Oh, she, she, she straightened that up real quick. She said they overpriced. Don't even buy me no car. Yeah. <laughs> That she changed that to him real quick. Cause I, she looked at me like, what you give me? I said, nothing. Oh. Going to be trying to figure out what you want when you don't even know what you want? We're not playing that guy. Just buy you some jewelry and be done with it. And you, you, you talked about, you know, the job. Um, you know, honestly, you know, do, do y'all have any interest in, in what she does? You know, whether it's her career, her ho- hobbies, or anything like that. Do you really, are you really interested in that? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. She's not interested in mine. <laughs> <laughs> she, that is 100% accurate. She could care less her. about mine. <clears throat> wow. I can tell you about everything my wife do. I can tell you about her process. I can tell you people she got to go through in her approval chain. I can tell you all of that. But you ask her to talk for 20 seconds about what I do. She she couldn't even give you five. She could give you my title, and she could give you a very brief overview and a couple of names of a few employees, and that's it. <laughs> she give you a phone number. Like, here's his phone number. Right. <laughs> call him and ask him what he does. <laughs> number one, I don't talk about my job because, number one, I know she don't care. Mm-hmm. Ain't talking about it. Number two, I'm too busy listening to her. <laughs> You mentioned something about process and, and the approval chain. Um, and if we really, if we really wanted to understand how her mind works, should we just accept, you know, her thoughts and feelings without trying to tell her to think differently? Should we just accept, okay, this is her, her, her process, her approval chain? Should we just accept her thoughts and feelings? The only time I don't accept her? when she don't know what she wants. I got to help her. Uh huh. 
You know, I got sometimes I got to corral her when I know that I know what she wants, but I don't let her know that I know. So I had to use that little Jedi mind trick on her. But other than that, I just accept it for what it is. You know, I ain't trying to change it. Yeah, I don't think you should change it. That can backfire on you. Yeah, hell yeah. Get something worse. Yeah. I mean, we chose them. We chose them the way that they were for a reason. Exactly. Why you want? Yeah, I mean, you know, why you want to? Unless they flip the script, and you just want to change them back. Yeah, that's something different. But I mean, shouldn't we resist the temptation to tell her how she should feel? You bet not. But how do you tell a person how they should feel? I don't understand that. Male yeah. or female. I mean, I because you bet not. I mean, you know, how we, you know, I think, as we talked about earlier, you know, the brother was talking about when there's a problem, we fix it. You know, we're just a fix-it man. But, I mean, when the situation arises, I mean, does it really matter, you know, that we would feel differently in the same circumstance? That's what I'm, you know, that's what I'm kind of asking. I, does it even matter how we would feel, you know, in that same situation? Or should we just kind of well, like, okay. It just depends. I mean, they they won't, they will want to know how you would, how you feel about certain things. Yeah, and with my wife, she lets me know when she wants to know how do I feel about that or how will I handle that. She asked me. She directly asked me. Yeah, and that's great. That's great communication because some people don't have that. They just they play a guessing game. But she she obviously values your opinion on, on a lot of things. Not not a lot of things, brother. There's just a few things where she a few things is, look, a, a few things are still good. Believe me. Right, right. She just know that you know I won't give it to her if she she need to shut me up, you know. Mm-hmm. Give her my opinion or how how I would handle it. But are some men uh, sometimes guilty of using her thoughts, dreams, fears against her? You know, however unrealistic they may seem. It's just human nature, man. Yeah. I mean, but once you belittle her inner thoughts, I mean, it'll cost you. And that's when you get the silent treatment. That's when you get to the point where she stops talking. Yeah, that's a dangerous road. You don't want to make, you don't want to try, you know, I don't want to, I don't want my wife to get the impression of, oh, my job is so much more stressful than yours. You know, that stuff you got to deal with, even though I know all the details of it, you don't even know what I do. And it's much, much more stressful than what you do. I don't want my wife to ever walk away from a conversation with me having that feeling. Because then she shuts down. And when they shut down and they ain't talking, that's a, that's a big problem. But are, are women even in tune with their emotions? I mean, no. is it possible that they might not even understand themselves sometimes? Yes. I say that all the time. They don't know what they want. Yeah, because sometimes they just blame us for making them feel this way or that way. Or even blame us for her reaction to the emotion. Yep. You know? But her, you know, her reactions really ain't our fault. Sometimes they blame us simply because we're the closest one to them. Mm. And we have to remember that. Good words. And we got nowhere to run. Mm -hmm. But we got to take it. No one to fight. No one to run. (laughs) Mm -hmm. No one to hold them. No one to fold them. No one to support. But if we make attempts to, you know, understand the way she thinks, you know, simply to make ourselves look good or for the things that she does for us. Do you think that she'll really notice? No. We're just like, yeah, you know, we try to understand, try to get inside her head or whatever. I mean, do you think she'll notice? 
Hey, my wife noticed when I try to make myself look good. <laughs> Pick up on it real quick because I'm always throwing up what I do for her. She, she, she real sensitive to that. There you go again, telling me everything you done done. Every woman's like that. Hey, but let me ask you a question. Let me ask mm-hmm. you a question. Just a fair question. But mm-hmm. why do you feel the need to do that? Because I'm up, To bring up the things that you've done. And and there's, I'm not picking on you. There's a reason why I'm asking that question. Because, because, I, because I can admit it. I'm human. I am human. And sometimes my mind just goes in that mode like, hey, you know, I did that. I did this. Or there's something she could say. There's a certain tripwire, something going on within me that she may not even know about. Did she say that just makes me want to go there? Like, hey, well, I did this for you. I did that. I did this the other day. I, I, I washed. I mean, what what's the problem? So it might be a defense mechanism. Absolutely. But they always know how to attack you back. They anyway. they, 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 they they kick that one down. They go yeah, through that I, defense mechanism with no problem. But, but, but. I don't think it's an attack back. I think it's an attack first. For you to go into defense mode and have to explain all the good things that you've done, there's probably some highlights of the things that you didn't do prior. Well, a lot of times it's, for instance, I've experienced this where I took it upon myself. I'm paying your credit card, and then I need you to spot me till payday, and you give me some no, which is, which is now grounds for divorce, I feel. <laughs> um, I'm going to say, you, you know, I've been paying your credit card, but watch your next statement, you know, is done. I don't do it, and I'm not criticizing, but I don't do it to say, you know, look what I did because my woman is like, the, the only time she, she well, well, actually, she, she has spoken to people and said, look, He's done more da-da-da than da-da-da, you know. And I don't necessarily do it to get brownie points because I know it's so long now. I don't need brownie points, you know, because I am what I am. But, you know, I wouldn't do it, you know. But I expect you to return to me what I give to you, and it should be without guilt. It should be without it. Uh, Any Terry motive. You know, it's, it's, we in this together. You know, so you, so. You, you, you say you've known her for so long. How long have you known her? Six years. Six years? Mm-hmm. Now I want to switch gears. And I know yeah. her a lot better than she knows me. <laughs> oh, I thought you were about to say you know her better than she knows herself. <laughs> well, probably a little red, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my mom used to always tell me. It's like, boy, I know you better than you know yourself. I'm like, really? Okay. But um, I want to switch gears here. Um, and I want y'all to go back. The brother says he's been knowing his lady for six years. And we're talking about getting inside the mind of a woman. What do you think your lady was thinking when y'all first met? When you first <laughs> met, just like saw you at the store or saw you at the job. When you first met... And we'll get into the first date and all that stuff. I'm just talking about the first, when she first met you, what do you think she was thinking? Well, she told me. She thought that, uh, she thought that I didn't like her, which wasn't true. (laughs) You know, but that's what she thought. She thought that I didn't like what I was seeing. And I said a lot because we were actually 20 feet apart, you know, and and I was walking toward her. So I I, I don't understand what she meant by that. 
man, and one because it was a bad date. I don't know why, but I I, I never bothered to answer because I don't want a headache. But she wanted to do something that she never wanted to do before. Now, I don't know if it was to stroke my ego or she was legit, but she made a statement. I did some things no other man did for, you know, held her hand, opened the door. Paid the bill. No, let me stop. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. But I'm going to tell you how I was thrown off. I forgot to leave a tip, and I don't do that. I had to go back and get a tip. Wow. Wow. And and get this. When she she got up to go to the bathroom, and I looked, and this is when I knew I was okay because I caught other guys looking even one sitting at the table, woof a woman. <laughs> you knew you had a stunner, huh? I knew it was that, you know. <laughs> what, about the rest, what about the rest of you guys? What do you think, you know, maybe you don't remember, you know, what she was thinking when y'all first met. Um, but what do you think she was thinking on your first date? Oh, man, my wife, man, our first date was crazy as hell, man. Uh, well, in my opinion, she was looking worried. She, her eyes was booked the whole time. I was thinking she, you know, I think she's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen, you know. But she was looking, I said, you know, she kept looking around and everything. We was in Ruby, too. I said, why are you, why are you looking around and everything? She was like, oh, no reason, you know, just looking. And, you know, after after a while, you know, after we got, you know, got serious, you know, I asked her, Hello? Yeah, we're yeah. still here. Go ahead. Oh, I asked about that first date. I was like, why were you so- I was like, why are you so looking around and everything? She was like, well, I was just scared somebody was going to come out and hit me in the head and try and kidnap me. Because you're such a big dude, you know, I didn't know if you were going to kidnap me. Hmm. What? <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, that's what she was thinking. Wow. And then she, she expected that after you, you sitting there to pay a bill. Oh, no, the whole time. The whole time? We was at Ruby, too, because she was nervous. She was, like, on edge. How did you meet? Well, I mean, how did y'all meet? We met online. That's the same with me. Yeah, we met online in our first date. She was on on edge. Now, after all that time, after the first date, our date was fine. Obviously, we married. But, uh, yeah, that's our first date. You know, she was like, you know, I'm I'm nervous. You know, I I don't never do this and all this stuff. You know, so it was the whole cool. internet thing that had her. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah, because you know, that's like taboo when you met someone on the internet. Right, right. What about anybody else? You remember the time, uh, what was your wife, your, your lady thinking when you first met or the first date? You wonder what she was thinking? Do you know what she was thinking? Did she tell you later on? Anybody? Mm-mm. Oh, what, what about, what about, what do you think? She was thinking after your first kiss. Do y'all even remember your first kiss? What do you think she was thinking after your first kiss? I remember. Mine was very vivid. You care to explain, brother? I mean, was it outside in the rain? I mean, was it? Nah, 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 nah. Actually, actually, I can answer both parts of your question. Okay. (laughs) Um, we went to, we went to a nightclub in D.C. and um. Kind of maybe maybe the first official date, maybe not the first official, but our first time out going dancing. Gotcha. And um, 
you know, I've been going to nightclubs for a long time. I thought I was a pro at it. Um, and what I mean by pro, you don't lose your cool. You always maintain your composure. So we dancing. And all of a sudden, I start kissing her on the dance floor, which I've never done to anyone that I could ever remember, unless I was extremely twisted. <laughs> so that's what happened. And then, um, you know, I, I freaked myself out at that point. And then after we're done, she 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 pulls my ear, her mouth close to my ear, and she says, "I hope you don't think you're going to get something tonight." Are you serious? That's exactly what she said. You serious? I, vivid, vivid. I remember it vividly you, like it was this morning. So you were kissing her on the dance floor, and she just stopped you and said, hey, boy. No, 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 she didn't stop me. She didn't stop me. After we were done, she kept dancing. She probably waited about 20 minutes, pulled me close, got got, got right in the earlobe and said, I hope you don't think you're getting any tonight. You know, that would have just set me to predator mode. I'm like, oh, I'm getting this. Because that means that she's feeling it, and she don't want to give in. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> went straight to the moon. So went straight to the goal. I'd be like, oh, yes, I am. Whatever it did, it got her the ring. Because she I never got the ring after that. Man, that's gangster right there. That was gangster. That is gangster. That's gangster. <laughs> that is gangster. I mean, did she, she whispered or was it her regular speaking whispered, tone? Or right. I mean, come here real close. Come here real close. Let me tell you something. I hope you don't think you're getting something. <laughs> I mean, that's like the the thing that they, she pulled you close to say, let's get out of here. You know yeah, that's exactly what he was going to say. That's what he was going to say. Exactly. Getting oh, up. Wow. Really? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's funny. And that's well, why I knew, I knew I had something at that point. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm working it. I'm like, I'm in. I'm here. <laughs> we good. We dancing. We kissing. We ready to go. Let's go get this thing going. <laughs> Negative. <laughs> Negative. And then went right back to kept dancing. Like, yeah, let's keep dancing. We probably five o'clock in the morning. Don't matter. How you dance after that, bro? I know you I'm trying to like... tell you. I'm, I'm trying to tell you. You got to maintain. You have to maintain. You can't. You can't look rattled. You can't look like they, you know, put a chip in your armor. None of that. You got to be like, yeah, nah, nah, I ain't want nothing. I'm good. I'm the furthest thing from my mind. Let's keep it moving. <laughs> Let's dance some more. <laughs> Whatever. That facial expression changed. I'm telling you. You would have read me like a book. I would have been hot. It was dark. It was dark. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. She could have bought me for a dime after that one. Oh, man, I would have been too. A dime. It would have been straight to competition, man. I ain't, ain't going to mess with you, brother, because I had to wait a whole month till my birthday. <laughs> And I wasn't even expecting it on my birthday, and it mm. came out the blue, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, birthday sex, but speaking of that. Well, that, that was the first and the last way it's going to be that way, you know, because sure. I, I was being, I mean, look, I played my game. I ain't had to prove nothing. Yes, she held back because after I found out later, she would have, but I wasn't going to push it. I wasn't no use yeah. pushing it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's actually the next, you know, the next next question. And, you know, as we move along here, we're getting in the 10 o'clock hour, the adult hour. Um, what, what do you think your wife thought or your lady thought after the first time y'all had sex? She thought it was horrible. <laughs> she was like, damn, that was quick. She said it was terrible. <laughs> horrible. <laughs> said it was so bad she had to give me a second chance. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's 
words. And how can I say it with confidence? Because I know it was. Gentlemen, there was something that happened to me. (laughs) (laughs) Talk about it. Muscles. It was no problem downstairs. The problem was the rest of my body. The rest of my body was not in, let's just say, top sexual condition. Mm-hmm. And let's just say these things called cramps. Oh, oh. wow. Oh. Chronically attacking me <laughs> every which way possible till I was balled up like a sheet of paper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. I could not do anything. I'm talking about taking like full Advil to like <laughs> loosen up so I could walk. <laughs> yeah, uh, so yeah, it was bad. So let me flip uh, that question around and you, you just you just answered it partially, but what did you think? You may not know what your your lady thought after the first time y'all did the do, but what what did you think after the first time y'all had sex? Were you thinking marriage material? I mean, do you remember the first time? I didn't. Thinking? I didn't really get the chance to really find out. I was cramping. <laughs> well, I, I actually, when we were sitting at the table, I said something to her, and she still asked me today if I ever said this to some other woman. And I looked at her and I told her, "You're gonna marry me. And you're gonna give me my daughter." Wow! You told mm-hmm. her that? Uh huh. And she was like, "Why?" I said, "Honestly." I don't I don't know. It, it wasn't that it was something that I thought was going to get me over. Mm-hmm. It was just the vibe, you know. Mhm. Mhm. Well, you know, you know. And um and and even now I tell her, you know, it's like And and see, we I can tell I can say this because she knows what I mean by the time you get on my nerve. But I like it. You know. Mm-hmm. I like the idea. Now and early in our relationship, I, one night I got on, I screamed no longer because she pulled that. We were supposed to get together. I didn't hear from her for five hours. And when I finally reached her, oh, I fell asleep. Oh, that was it. I was so rare form. I was like, look, this is it. Don't even bother calling me. No more. And see, it's not like I'm 19. <laughs> you know? Right. I don't need to play no game. And she called back, and and she was calm, and, you know, and, and she's not one to apologize. That's one thing about her, but, you know, she was like, look, you, you know, you're pretty much, when I first met you, I knew, you know, and I don't want to not see you. And after that, she learned me so well that she knows that sometimes I'll go off the deep end. And I'll tell her, we're going to break up. And she's like, oh. And she goes, does something else. You know, because she knows <laughs> I'm just talking, you know. Mm-hmm. Because I'll quickly call her and go, I'm sorry, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you said something. You said something key. And I, I want to know if y'all, the rest of the, the brothers agree with that. Do y'all think that women start planning the wedding, you know, the moment that they meet a potential husband? Most most women do. My wife did not. My wife wasn't even looking to get married when she met me, and I honestly believe that. Okay. But I got friend girls, like I said, they already saving for a wedding. They ain't got a man. Got the wedding dress in the closet. Ready. 
Mm-hmm. Guess what it's made of? Ain't got one man. Mm-hmm. But do y'all think that women want a, a kind and understanding guy, or, or do they want a bad boy? They want both. They want a bad boy in bed. They won't admit that. They want a bad boy in bed to go on, Mr. Beat It Up, and then they want a nice guy to, you know, help them uh, take out the trash and grease the scalp and paint whenever they say paint and wash the cars and do all the other crazy stuff. <laughs> they want it all. They just want to admit it. Most of them can't. Yeah, I think most women will want a good guy with good pros- prospects, you know, stable job, lifestyle, eventually. Oh, yeah. You know, but, you know. More women need to start looking for guys who have goals and ambition because 10 years from now, that swag, you know, and that beat it up, I mean, that ain't going to pay the bills. Well, they don't know, man. I mean, they, they, they don't know. So, I mean, yeah, we can look back and say, you know, all that other stuff, you know, is not important, but they don't really know what they want. They really don't. Mm. I mean, they. I mean, what they want is 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 fleeting until they really learn how to put what's really important in perspective. A lot of them, what they really want is really, you know, it's only it's only temporary. Mm-hmm. And it and it fades. I mean, my wife, it, you know, she had already been married one time, had a rough marriage, the first marriage. So you know, I, I got somebody who was you know who was a veteran at getting to know themselves and what they went through. So when I met my wife, this is what she was looking for: someone that can treat her well. Mm-hmm. That was it. So that was think- that was her list. Hey, you know, you got a good job. Okay, that's great. Good plus. Uh, you know, a protector. Okay, cool. You know, just those general things right there. But as far as, you know, he got to do this, he got to have this, or he got to match this, you know, she ain't had no mess like that. So, so do you think women really want a sensitive and, and caring man? If if they know they do. Well, most of them don't know that. They don't know what they want. Most of them want what their friend got. Mm. <laughs> To a certain extent, you can't be overseeing. You can't be crying all the time, you know. You can't be crying. <laughs> hey, ain't you the one with the boy that cries, cried the yeah. ball? Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you can't do that, and you also can't go off the other deep end and scream at the waiter because the water's not right, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like got to know when the man, though. Like, my wife likes it when I make a decision. And, you know, you and put, you know, go and put my foot down, you know, and let them hang. You know, you got to know when to do it. You got to know when to play the whole team thing. You know, what do you think, baby? You know, even though you know what you're going to do anyway. Right. <laughs> you know, so, you, know, you got to act like you really care about what they say. Like, oh, that's a very interesting input. You know, we'll think about it. Sleep on it, you know. <laughs> so you already know it ain't happening. Do y'all think women want too much? I mean, they, they you know, can they ever be satisfied and content with what they have? Can they be satisfied? They get First, they got to know what they want. No. 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 They don't know what they want, man. It also depends on the type of woman she is, whether she's materialistic or not. Mm -hmm. And women change, man. They go from one thing to another. You know, one thing matters to them when they're young, when they're in their 20s. Then something else different in the 30s, then they 40s. They want something totally different. They want three different types of dudes, man. It's called woman's prerogative. And she can play that card 24 hours a day, seven exactly. days a week. Exactly. Mm. So y'all think that they want it all, you know, great genes, great sex, great communication, great breadwinner, everything. Yeah, and they mess up all the time going out. we're not going to be that. 
You're not going to be that. They they often crash and burn horribly going after exactly that. So you think their odds of finding satisfaction, you know, like that level, you think their odds are slim? You know, they get it all? Yeah, very slim. Because there's no man out there that can, you know, give a woman everything that she wants when half time when most time they don't what they want is always changing it changes as people get older i mean as long if, if she does not have some simple core basic priorities and, and qualities that she's looking for in a man then no she won't ever find happiness well let's flip it let's flip this whole thing around let's just say what happens when she gets to the point where she's all right living with knowing that she ain't gonna get what she want out of us Oof. Now. Let's just take it there. Let's just take it there. She just know, well, I, you know, I'm not getting what I was promised. It ain't what I thought it was going to be, but I already she's, married him. She's going to so, be hard to live with. So let me just hang in there for the sake of appearances purposes. And oh, hopefully I don't he want might her change. around. I don't want that around. Yeah, he, but there's a lot of women. not legit. You can go on. It's no harm. But you're right, but there's a lot of women and men living like that right now. And, and you can step and you, feet. And you can see him at the mall. You can you can read their faces. <laughs> you can read their faces. Mm. But I mean, do do people rarely get it all? I mean, or if they do, it won't be for too long. I, I have. If if I haven't, I'm gonna say nobody does. If I can't get everything I want. Yeah, but I think it's you know somebody said it you know before. It's, I mean, it's human nature to want it all. I mean, what what guy doesn't want a gorgeous woman who always wants to have sex? You know, always want to get some what? head. You know, cook him some dinner. Twenty-some year old dude, nineteen year old dude. That's that's who wants that. You also lose something. Something you get, you also lose something. That's just the way it is. Yeah, you but I, but let me ask a question. Going into a marriage, do you think that you're going to retain all those wants? Is she going to retain all those needs? Exactly. I don't think you will. I think they're going to change. I think it changes. I think certain things change when you go into a marriage. I know I change. Except less. I know I change. When I was younger, when I was like 19, 20, 21, I wanted to marry all three of the involved chicks. The chicks that sang involved. <laughs> Threesomes with them. Even though they were sisters, it didn't matter to me. <clears throat> all four. <laughs> Go back to the phone. Realistic as hell. Mm-hmm. Unrealistic as hell. And then when I got older, I said, okay, well, I want a woman that's making some money. Mm-hmm. Train to work. Okay, now I want a woman with Christian values. Now I want a woman with Southern values. Now I want a woman that can cook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think, you know, as T-Hawk mentioned, I think trade-off is the stuff of economics and, of course, sex. I mean, it's For sure. it's not so bad, you know, since we evolve as we age. Yeah, and then other things get thrown into the mix, you know, uh, 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 careers, kids, Mm -hmm. mortgage payments, all those things get thrown into the mix. So the changes have to be realistic with their times. So to the point where you say, okay, well, you know, maybe I, you know, if if, if I got a woman who can juggle her job, juggle the uh, menu, Mm -hmm. take care of the kids, and break me off at least twice a week. I'm good. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm going to say this for all the women that's going to listen to this later because I know they're going to be listening. Mm-hmm. Okay. A good sex partner, a key quality to a good sex partner is your partner's willingness to learn new things and try new things. Mm. 
if your partner honestly thinks that what they're doing for the last five, seven years, ten years, whatever, still work. thing in the world, that one move, that one, you know, that one way, that one go-getter, that's, that's their <laughs> cure-off, run. <laughs> You say mm. the way you used to do it, this just ain't gonna be the same all the no. time. No, 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 no. He is a hundred thousand trillion percent correct. <laughs> but it don't work that That fast. dog that dog look, that dog stopped stopped hunting two years ago. We just been polite. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and and it's time, fellas. You know, we there. I wanna I wanna do something different and we're gonna switch gears again. Um, but we right where we need to be. Twenty seconds, fellas. Twenty seconds. She's got a bunch of kids. Uh, she got kids getting ready into college, and you know she's got a job. You know, sex is important, but it's not the she. It's not. It doesn't consume her mind. Her, her thought about sex is not as much as someone who does not have kids in their mid twenties. So, the length of time that they spend thinking about sex, I, I think, is you know shortened considerably, depending on what they got going on. Anybody else? What do y'all think women think about sex? Well, you would like to hope to think that they believe it's a necessity. Okay. That it's something that they have to have with you. Like, we have to have. It. It's not an option for me mm-hmm. uh, to just, you know, oh, you know, I, I, I can pass up on it this month. No, that's not an option. <laughs> But you must remember the basis here. Control and reward. Yeah. 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 Now and and again, you did say something very key when you mentioned the word control. Because if they can if they can make like it's a reward or a treat, you're in trouble. Mm. If they use it as a weapon against you, you're in trouble. See, we have a hard time using that as a weapon or a treat. We just do. We want to do it so much. We can't. We, <laughs> we just can't. we just weren't built that way. You know what I mean? But they can ration. They can hold out. They can they can, you know. Well, you know, if you do this, maybe I'll do that. And they got you. You they got us planning things that we can do to try to beat them to the punch anyway. Well, let me go ahead and do X Y Z so when I you know I can get lucky, which is horrible. It's horrible. And speaking of a treat, um. What do y'all think women think about giving head? Um, Rodney, this was a all a while ago. <laughs> Remember, I launched the infamous No Ma'am campaign, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I will state again, brothers did work and is working. I don't care. Was paid for to get there. <laughs> That's all I say is mandatory. I mean, but what do y'all think? I, 
you know, I, get, I hear you, but I mean, what, what, we're inside the mind of a woman. What do they think about giving here? Most women think it's a treat. It's a gift. Something special. Control and treat. That's what it is. You know? They don't think that it should be bundled up with the whole sexual experience. They think no. it's a, a added accessory that's only used every once in a while. Well, no, that's not the case. Ladies, for you all that are listening, every time that you experience penetration with a man, make sure you give head. Um, like I, I, I used to always tell, like, you know, anybody, like, well, like, Cousins, nephews, whoever, you know, guys talking, and it's, it's subject is there. I said, look, it's one of two things. You see her with me, either she does it or she going to learn it. <laughs> it's mandatory. She going to learn it. She going to learn it. It's mandatory. <laughs> I, and I ain't going to force you. It's not a force thing because I put everything up front. I let you know what I like, how I like it, and you got a choice to be with me or not. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it's no use playing games. You know, this is what I like. Does it? Does it? You know, because I've scared some women off. How <laughs> I am, I've, I've scared some off, and I ain't mad at them. You know, it's just this is how I am. If you can't deal, don't jump on, and then later on, after I've uh, committed feelings or whatever, and then you're gonna go, you know, no, you chose me. When you chose me, you, I'm not changing. I'm not changing. You know, so there are just some, some criteria. Because cause the idea is, is this. If I'm doing what I'm doing, why are you fussing about anything? You know, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, like early on, my girl and I, it's, it's a thing. She start one side of the door and the other side of the door. And I keep saying, there is no door. They do not... It, the line blurs because whatever you do on, a, on one side of the door affects the other side of the door and vice versa. You know, because if it ain't clicking in the bedroom, it ain't clicking in the kitchen. Mm, yeah, and you're thinking about, you know, clicking in the bedroom. Um, true or false, fellas? A lot of women out here are dealing with low sexual desire or low libido. True or false? That statement true or false? A lot of women are dealing with low sexual desire or low libido. False. Is that statement true or false? False. False. Are you going by age? No, just in general. Just in general. I'd say I'd say true. Oh, you say a lot of women are dealing with low sex drive and, and low libido. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, I say true. False. Yeah, why you say it's true, brother? Uh, because uh, the age group, man. I mean. Their their libido goes down uh, tremendously. I mean, it's like a curve. You know, it's up high when they're young, and it goes down, and then it goes right back up again on upswing, you know, depending on where they are, you know, and what they're going through. So, yeah, I say uh, women have a, a downtime, and then they have, you know, uptime too. I say they have more down. I think more of them have a, a low lack of self-esteem because there's so many other things that can affect them sexually, mentally. You know, like us, it takes a lot to get us to stop thinking about sex. But it takes a lot for us to get us to stop thinking about sex for a long period of time. With them, oh, you ain't wash the dishes. Oh, so they ain't going to give you none. But then you also got to look at the idea of the older a woman gets, the more she's not desired, you know, because she's getting older and the older men are going after younger women. So, 
you know. That so which happened. one? Which one of y'all is going to invent the Viagra for women? I think uh, male Viagra works for women. I think that's already been proven. Sometimes it's like, I think it's like fourteen percent. Uh, I don't know. I can't get my wife to take one. Yeah. But I mean, do we, did, fellas, do we get really up. want? Do we really want a Viagra for women? I mean, really. Yeah. Seven nights a week. Do you want it seven nights a week? Oh, yes. I want to be the salesman. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you be a millionaire. You be a gazillionaire. You be the hey, next look, Mark Zuckerberg. Let Are you serious, Rodney? Let me tell you what I've learned, okay, <laughs> from my teens to my 50s, um, that the older I get, and then you you look at the women in my age group, and you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. Let me ask a question. Go ahead. How long has Viagra and Cialis been on the market for men? Right. Mm. Ten years? Yeah, I think so. Over the Ten years, years a decade. Right? Yep. Ten years. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, the only thing they got for women is, maybe, what, the date rape drug or something like that or some ecstasy or something like that, but they've got nothing prescribed for women who are having issues in that area, right? Right. That's true. Okay, so 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 because I'm I'm one of the ones that said no to the question, and and I'm gonna go back to what I said a long time ago. What I keep saying, be glad you're you're the one that's still hitting it. Mm. There ain't nothing wrong with a woman's sex drive. I don't care how old they get. the The issue may be the partner, mm. because somebody will can come along. And do them just the way they want to be done. It oh, happens man. all no, the time. No. Yeah. Saying, "Look in the mirror, huh?" Some, yeah, I mean, I mean, sure. Well, but it works both ways. We so, can mm-hmm. say, "Yeah, libido." We can say, "Yeah, whatever." But if the but if the opportunity presented itself in a different form, they would want to get down. Let me tell you, I'm gonna have to hold you. You know, right? Because you you you're really getting somewhere. You don't even really know. But oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go, go ahead, baby. Go ahead. Let's go. Yeah, go ahead, K-9 King. You about to say something? Let me say this. When I was in my 20s, I think I was like 24, and my mom was in a living in a senior citizen place. And I was down there, and it was like, I think, a boyfriend, uh, his birthday or whatever. And there was this old woman there, and she had to have been in her 60s. I was with my girlfriend at the time, and sitting in this woman's face. This woman said everything to me. That was telling me that she would get to me. She read to go. Yeah. You know, yeah. And it's like. She read. I, I went to my mother. I said, do you hear what this woman, this whole woman saying, right? My she mom, read to go. Yeah. You know, yeah. old guy said, do you see his girl sitting there? And she said, I don't care. Cause if, and I'm like, whoa, is this how it cuts? <laughs> you, know, so, you know, so I, I, I think it depends on the woman. I think it, it, it depends on. She can rev it up when she wants to, because I think they have more control of their sexuality than we do. I'm going to tell you this. Thank Jesus, because sometimes a woman's Christian values is the only thing that's saving her from giving that booty away to somebody else. Mm, Wow. (laughs) Wow. I'm just saying. See, now you almost went over the line right there. Yeah, yeah, and I'm about to go over the line. I'm about to go over the line. I'm just saying, go over the line. Thank you. The values are some of the things that keep the women faithful. Are you serious? I believe. Yeah, it. I believe it. 
I believe it. Man, you I'm gonna say just one percent. He's absolutely right. I'm gonna say it. Yeah, I mean you're right. And, and yeah, talk about you going over the line. Some women <laughs> take marriage, the marriage vows, serious to the point where they'll live in a, in in a relationship that they're not being fulfilled sexually. And they learn to say, well, okay, well, you know, I made this decision, so let me just run with it. We talked, mm-hmm. well, I, I ain't going to say about anything else, but, you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm I mean, you, you, you with me, though, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. You with yeah, me, okay. Yeah. But anyway, but we understand that because, you know, it happens. Yeah, but what if the woman that says she's sexually satisfied? That's a good thing. You get invited back. <laughs> Always. You get that second call, you know you did the job. <laughs> But but T Hawk mentioned something, you know, uh, interesting there. He's talking about being fulfilled <laughs> sexually, and um, P Town was talking about, you know, he just just went over the line. But um, I'm about to go over the line, and um, I'm gonna ask a dangerous question. Um, and we're talking about inside the mind of a woman. True or false? Women want a man with a 12 inch penis. True or false? <laughs> no. False. 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 I got a buddy who... (laughs) Don't say that. Don't say that. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) He suffered. There are some some that definitely want that. Yeah. yeah. But it's an ego thing. And they get paid for it, too. It's an ego (laughs) thing. I think, truth be told, every guy on here wouldn't mind being longer or lasting longer. Sometimes both. Look, if you know, God left it up, a, a magic wand said, okay. eyes of our things, y'all know, it will be curtains for women. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so y'all say that's false. I think that's false. Okay. All right. Well, I think that's false. Rodney, don't come up with no crappy statistics talking about no, no. women <laughs> won't <women. laughs> Rodney, it's got to No, I'm, you I'm, know I'm about to go. did the research. Rodney's yeah, got know. to say that yeah, yeah. percentage of women want 12 inches. That's <laughs> yeah, I got one yeah. question. Did you poll the women in the church or outside the church? Mm. I and think most, most of the 12 inches in the church want them 12 inches. Most of them in the church. Well, wait a minute. Then the other thing is they may have wanted it once, but did they want it a second <laughs> We're <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that's what I thought I wanted, but I ain't really want it. I ain't really want that. Mm-hmm. After the doctor get much. done repairing everything down there, we may go a second try. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that that was actually my next question. Do you think that women would prefer a 12-inch penis that's a minute man or a man with a 4-inch penis that could go all night long? Whoa, 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 whoa. Do you think that women would prefer a a man with a 12-inch penis that's a minute man or a man with a 4-inch penis that could go all night long? Man, man, really, Rodney? (laughs) (laughs) We're talking about inside the mind of a woman. I'm asking a question. Inside the mind of a woman. So if she had a choice, there's the guy, long, dong, silver, as my brother Andrew would say. But he's a minute man. Right, man. They got the guy with four inches, but he can, you know, he can go all night long. <laughs> no. <laughs> Which would they choose? Which one would they choose? Rodney, you better have the data to, to back this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm a dog. Rodney, what was the name of that song? All night long. <laughs> yeah. All night long. I think I'm, I think they gonna want the twelve inch. I don't know. 
What's the on that look, 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 look. I don't know. Look, I don't if know. you driving, if you driving a Corvette, right? Uh-huh. Or you Talk driving or, or <laughs> a Corvette or you driving a Fusion Hybrid. <laughs> no, the Fusion Hybrid will run all day on air. But it ain't going to catch that Corvette. For the 10 minutes, it ain't going to catch that Corvette. You got to have the equipment. You got to have the equipment to show up for the job. I'm going to say the Corvette. And, and, and I don't have any statistics, you know. I, you know, well, ain't um, that some bull riding? You ain't got no. <laughs> <laughs> but I would well, say, I would say that you know, I mean, well, you can't do much with four inches. I mean, you could squeeze one off with the the twelve inch bike, and you know, do something with it later on, you know. But four inches, I mean, you got to go get an extender or you know something. To, to, you can't. Really okay, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. We can clear it up real quick. Right, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the same girl, the same woman is talking to her friends the next day. She's mm. describing the twelve-inch dude that was <laughs> brother, right? And then she's describing the four-inch dude that went all night. Which mm. ones do you think the girlfriend would say? Well, can I try? Okay, she gonna say the twelve because <laughs> everybody wants to ride the new ride at Disney for sure. She gonna say, "Well, I want to try that twelve because I'm gonna get him to go longer. Mm. I'm not messing with that four inch because I Trust can't do nothing for him." Four inch guy got something else. He, he, he got something else. He been he better have something else a little longer. Tongue, paycheck, something. Mm-hmm. I, I've heard some. I've heard some talks about it, and I told you I had a buddy that was, and he might it would be one time, but it I used to laugh because it'd be like, yeah, they talk all that stuff. But you had a hard time getting a second trip. <laughs> so it also, and it also depends on the way the woman's built, you know. Exactly. You know, if she's a skinny woman or she's a thick woman. You know, skinny women, you know, you know, they're more prone. So you let can, me tell you let me tell you this though. Both instances, the twelve and the four inch, you don't want to drop your pants. And get the reaction that you don't want to do well. It better be dark. It better be dark. You got to surprise and sneak it up on them. Because when mm-hmm. you get that, what you go do? And you know when that? they do that infamous reach around, like, oh, oh, yeah, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we we just getting started. We ain't used yet. <laughs> Yeah, well, let me move along. Let me move this thing along. You uh, yeah, I got to move this thing along. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, true or false, fella? True or false? You might hurt somebody's feelings. Yeah, yeah, they better go on and hang up. You know, we. Yeah. <laughs> true, true or false? Women prefer a man who likes to toss her salad. Oh, man. Yes, true. That's <laughs> yes, true. So true. If, if you if you don't if you don't if you don't do nothing with a woman in that area, you miss it. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Yeah, I think I think you might want to uh, I think you might want to clear that toss your salad thing up a little bit. Yeah, they may be thinking something out. Hold on, man. Exactly. She better be taking the same procedure the other way around. Oh, oh no, no! You talking about a woman doing it to a man? No, my God! No, we're inside the mind of a woman. 
you know. Okay. So I'm talking about a woman who likes it done. Mine don't even know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> she, she didn't even know what it was. Okay. Yeah, so I guess I, I guess I gave up something, right? But <laughs> <laughs> she, she didn't. I I got I, I got the best of both worlds. I got the most naive woman. <laughs> you know. It, it's what like, I'm gonna tell you like this, mine had never had it done before. But when you wife, did. you know, we we gotten engaged, and I said, well, you know, I'm gonna go on and let you experience something. Go on upstairs and clean yourself up really good. Matter of fact, let me help. Oh, he's very true. And so I got I got to clean, you know, the right way. <laughs> let me show you something, boy. I'm tell you right now. Oh man! I don't know. I don't know if she should have been her vows or keeping her honest or what. But that right there, you know, you know that moment there. Remember talking about where I got this? You know, I got this now. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh yeah. <laughs> now, now y'all, you know, y'all messed around and then slipped up every once in a while. <laughs> Them hips done got the moving down there. She's feeling good, and you done slipped up. Too further down. Yeah, or slip down. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> you done slipped up. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, you know, I've, I've actually had a uh, woman when I was single was desperate trying to look for someone to please her and not with tossing salad, but just with just good old Greek sex because mm-hmm. her husband wouldn't do it. What? Yeah, husband would not do it. Refuse. Hey, you know, that goes back to what I said earlier about having a sexual partner willing to try and learn new things. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, he wouldn't do it. So, like y'all said, the mind of a woman, she was out there polling, trolling for somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, would pay for the room. Wow. She if like you it. just go on and check her oil. <laughs> <laughs> Let me move this thing along. It's ten thirty. We're gonna, you know, yeah, we got to move this thing along. Good chat, fellas. But uh, I want to go back to um, women's libido problems. Um, and do y'all think that women's libido problems come from the way our society views female sexuality? Yeah, I think it comes from the way Americans view female sexuality. Because I was just on a cruise ship with a bunch of women from Brazil, and they fine. He said they all right. <laughs> they don't have no low libido. <laughs> they know they sexy. Mm. I mean, they. This, I mean, it just oozes all over them. The way they look, the way they. Oh my goodness! And then you look at that American woman. You know, like, oh, he's showing that. You know, wear one piece. I ain't gonna show that. You know, they not taught. You know, American women not really taught to embrace sexuality. It's, it's got such a taboo uh, label next to it because. It's done improperly, you know. Friends. Well, it goes back to the to the what we said at the beginning of the show is that you know women they do things for other women. They don't want to be talked exactly. about. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so they want to keep everything coded. They don't want to know that you know that you, you out there freaking. So y'all don't think uh, it depends on you said American versus Brazil, but. You don't think it women's low libido has roots in their biology and just how they're wired? Yeah, I think it also that plays a part also. But 
I mean, man, Rodney, I was on. I was at a. I had. We had a nude beach next to us, mm-hmm. and every woman that was naked, walking around in the beach, you know, confident in themselves, was was a foreigner. Mm-hmm. Just about every woman, unless it was like you know the Texas chick or something like that. But just about every woman was a foreigner. You know, all the typical American chicks. Nah, they like, nah, I ain't doing that. Yeah. But hey, Rodney, yep, think so. of it like this: women's libido can go until they were about sixty before they start coming down. I mean, you got to remember they peak. They're in their prime at forty. Yes, sir. I can't wait to mind get there, boy. You know, they ready they ready to get a good problem. It's us. We the ones, you know, we knocking it down from from eighteen on up. We just we in there every day. We ain't got no prostate problem. The reason why we got prostate problem when we get older because we ain't getting it like we used to. Mm. But when it and comes now you, to Go ahead. Well, now I'm I just saying that so men slow down before women slow down. Mm, go ahead, T Hall. What age is a woman when she is considered a cougar? Forty, I think. No, Forty. 50. Is it fifty? Yeah. Forty. Okay. Well, let's say she's forty and dating somebody that's twenty. Is she considered a cougar? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I say yeah. Is, yeah. So so so. What is the name for the, the the male cougar? Is there a name for that? A fool. Dirty old man. Yeah, dirty old a man. Dirty old man. <laughs> a dirty old man. You see what I'm saying? So there's no real name for that. So that's so that just proves my point. It don't matter how old they are. They but still you know want to get the it term in. Dirty old man came from though. And from think about woman. this. Hold on. Think about this. A cougar proves another point. Because now she wants somebody that's going to go all night long. That's why they're going back. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I can't wait for my wife to hear it, man, because I've been losing weight and working out and got all this testosterone everywhere. I'm going to destroy it. Why is there a need for somebody that's called a cougar? If we, on the same age, are handling our business. Because we don't... I, I tell you, we don't keep ourselves up physically. <laughs> but, That's but, the first problem. But also, men our age are going after little things, little young things. Okay. Well, yeah, you know, the young thing going after us for money. I'm yeah, telling right. you, man, but, if you but, get uh, if you older and you you work out, you you get on that, you know, you work out, you be good, you eat right, yeah, you be you you be surprised. You can hang. You can hang. You can hang. I don't want thing young. Yeah. I don't want nothing. I I see the little girls running around here. My son's friends, and it's like, how in the hell would I see myself? It's two different worlds. Excuse me, four different worlds. Because it's like, first, what are we going to talk about? Yeah. And yeah, really nothing about uh, when I was single and dating. Uh, the 19- and 20-year-olds that were just starting out fresh, you know, in the college, didn't really know much about anything. They were only built for one thing. And talking wasn't it. Yeah. I didn't use them for conversation. No. That goes back to that conversation we said before, you know. This generation, they, it's already mandated that oil is part of the business, and that's what them young folks do. So. Now, no, 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 no. Now anal is like a prerequisite. 
<laughs> it's like if you ain't doing that, it's like an eight-track tape. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, sir. Wow. Yes, sir. Blade out. Anyone talking the truth? <laughs> yeah, boys, wow. But but when it comes to sex, fellas, are we making the mistake by trying to draw an equivalency between men and women? And what I mean by that is, should we just let you know, us men feel how we want to feel about sex and let women feel how they want to feel about sex versus trying to, you know, draw an equivalency between the two genders? I don't think there should be an equivalency. I think what what we need to do is just always communicate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just so, you know, like my wife knows, you know, you know, since I've been working out, I'm not the same fat, fat dude that was out of shape. You know, I'm not that dude anymore. She knows that. So she knows my libido is through the roof. So she know anytime she read, I'm ready. Yeah, right, right. And, and you know you had to communicate that. I'm not gonna just sit up there and look at her like, oh, you know, <laughs> give it to me. What you waiting on? Why you <laughs> this? I don't care about this. Can't you see what I'm working with right here? Anytime he's up, we need to be doing something with it. You know. <laughs> so, I ain't gonna do that. But you know, we need to. You know, and I need to also understand that. Hey, you know. My wife right now, I'm waiting on her to go on and hit her peak in the 40s. So then, you know, I'm going to make sure I'm ready. So then I can go and do what I need to do. Then yeah. we, damn. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's got to go be like a um, like a stat count. What I mean by that, you know, men, we love stats. We love to know, know how many rings Jordan got. We want to know how many buzzers, buzzer beaters he hit. How many majors Tiger got? We 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 love stats. Okay, um, we need to have again stats in the bedroom are a good thing, and we may think it may not be because you're kind of keeping score. But stats, or, 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 orgasm stats are a good thing. Oh yeah, orgasm stats are a great thing because if it's not happening, there's something going wrong. So yeah. if you say, okay, if I'm ten for ten this month, that's a good thing. But wait a minute, if I'm seven for ten. There's somewhere I'm lacking. I gotta find out how I can get that three up. Oh. I'm not talking about your orgasms either, because we can get that by just but see, whatever. Can I can I can jump on your stats real quick? Jump how on about the stats. This? How about as long as her stats are at least three times as many as my stats? You good? Exactly. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And that's right. where I'm going. It's not but about our stats, because our stats we can be ten for ten. We can have a thousand. Easy. Easy. It's not our stats. It's her stats. Exactly. If her stats are high, if she ain't coming back saying, oh, my goodness, I, I missed it again. <laughs> but, also, but also it's been proven because there has been some uh, field work. A lot of women don't have orgasm. That is true. Don't even know what it feels like. Okay, well, then they ain't been, t- they ain't been turned out. Because they ain't they, running the right brother. That's what they that all is. Made the same. That's they but all see, made the same. But, see, it's also their mental their mental state of being relaxed enough exactly to be able to experience it. Yeah. They just ain't running the right guns. Exactly, up. exactly. And that's, that's when that's that when a challenge for me. <laughs> Andrew, Andrew, that's when they lose your number and never call you again. Because they found somebody to make them go woo woo woo. That's that right. Because I'm in it to win it. You can make her. Hold that air in her jaws, and she spin it out of her lips, yeah. you know, and yeah. back and forth, yeah. and she palpitating, and them toes curling up, and she's shaking, and then she's snoring a half a second later. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Let me tell you, I would. I if, was almost the first drowning victim. I swear, I never. <laughs> almost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, it's it's got to be important. It's got to kind of almost be like a sport. I mean, you got it to the point where I got to make it happen. If I don't make it happen, I failed. But you got to prime her early. You got to prime her me early. And my wife Look, got whatever you got to do, I mean, foreplay is so huge. It doesn't make sense how huge. I can't stress anymore how huge foreplay is. Look, look, can, can I just say something? Me and my wife, before we got married, we went on a cruise. Our first cruise together. And I said, you know, when I get you on that ship... It's going to be different. After that cruise was over, do you know she told me, she said, you know what, I can officially say it, I am officially turned out. Wow. 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 Because you were going fishing, and you told exactly how you was going to lay it down, and that's how you laid it down. On that ship, I was on a mission. Whenever we was in that room, foreplay or it's going down. Yeah. Whatever. Mm. If it's a massage, foot massage, tall salad, whatever. Man, I'm going to go out on a limb. Look, I'm going to go out on a limb and say 70-30. 70% foreplay, 30% everything else. Well, I yeah. want her pleased anyway. First. Is that too big? If you can get them in a segregated crazy? environment where they don't have nothing else to think about, mm-hmm. or worry about cooking or the next meal or money or anything like that, oh, man, you can really do some damage. You can do some damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Blame, it Bl- blame it on alcohol. Just blame it on alcohol. Blame it on medicine. Scientists do seem to agree on a few things regarding sex, and when it comes to desire, you know, we men have more of it, both in frequency and intensity, and among women, levels of desire vary much more than among us men. But they also vary more within individual women, but depending on the time of the month and across the lifespan, as you guys have mentioned. Sexual desire in women is less directly tied to physical arousal than it is in men. In women, desire is much more a matter of mind than mechanics and seems to be more affected by their relationships, what's going on around them, and perhaps most importantly, how they feel about themselves. Female sexual desire is not only more complex, but more fragile, too. Um, Do y'all think we men tend to have sex just for sex's sake? I mean, can we ever get enough sex? (laughs) I'm guilty. (laughs) (laughs) I know I'm guilty. I think we can. Mm-hmm. I think we can because at a certain point we need to be satisfied too. And if it ain't right, we ain't it. I discovered something the other day. We were having a not an argument but a little heated situation. Mm-hmm. And my buddy was getting involved, and I told her, I said, "You know what I am right now?" And it was like, "Yeah." You know, this, this, yeah, now I know. I know she's the right one. Mm-hmm. But women's sexual desire tends to aim at relationship outcomes. And decades of data show that on average, men think more about sex, fantasize more about it, work harder to get it, place more importance on it, want to have it more, initiate it more, and masturbate more. But here's the question. In 2012, are some women just as interested in casual sex as we men are? Yes. And mm-hmm. because who the men yeah. get? Absolutely. <laughs> exactly. Who you know, who they cheating with? Not us, you know, who they cheating with? You know. Sometimes they're getting it from a book. Yes. Mhm. 
Yes. Now, now I'm, I'm making it from a TV about. show. TV Talking about single ladies on VH1. Yeah. Years mm-hmm. ago, I was outside. Wife, them women are rich, and they ain't got no kids. That ain't you. That's what I'm trying to tell you about that foreplay. If they can get it from a book, what you think you can do for them? A book. Hmm. Hmm. But do, do y'all think women care more about relationships than they care about having sex? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah for sure. If a woman trusts you, she'll give you everything. Yeah, but watch this now. Watch this. If safety, comfort, love, and respect are so important to female sexual desire, why do we hear so many married women that are in happy, stable relationships complaining of low sexual desire? Because she got married because her friend in the office got married. Really? Yep. Like I said, they don't know what they want. Oftentimes they're looking at what their friends are doing, and they're either picking the same type of man that their friend got or they letting their friend have direct influence in who they picking. They end up picking somebody who everybody else on the outside thinks is perfect for them when they're really not happy, and that's usually why that status is up so high. That and, and number two, they don't even know what they want. <laughs> well, anybody and that's else just number get, two. Yeah, anybody <laughs> else want to get in on that? Because if safety, comfort, love, respect, they're so important, so important to female sexual desire, but we hear so many married women that are in stable relationships, but they're complaining of low sexual desire. It's that don't even man. make sense. It's her man. But, but why? No, but why? No. Look, look, listen, listen. Again, I think we got it twisted. I don't think that they have low sexual desire. That's not it. The fact is, the sex that they're having, they don't desire it. Mm. Well, how can it's they desire it? You know, I know a woman who got married simply because one of her coworkers got married. So she she having desirable sex with that dude? No. Yeah. I mean, look, look, listen, listen, listen. Here's a test. If you're initiating it all the time, there's a problem. If she's not coming That's saying, problem. hey, hey, you know, I need a little dose. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you're not having that conversation, that's a problem. There's something going on and she is not desiring the sex that she's got at home. But that's not necessary because some women – don't know how to be aggressive. No, you I disagree. Hundred percent. You, a woman, don't have to be aggressive. They hold all the cards. They always have. They don't have mm-hmm. to be aggressive to get what they want. We coming at them. Mhm, mhm. Talk to them, T. Hawk. We coming at them. They ain't got that half the time. We on the chase. They not on the chase. When you, I mean, you get you get lucky when you meet a woman that's aggressive. Yeah, but nine times out of ten, we coming at them. They just sit back and say, yay, nay, yay, nay, yay, nay. Let me me help you, T-Hawk. Let me help you. I want to play a clip, and it's only 20 seconds, fellas. Listen to this clip real quick. How did it get to that point where you're lovey-dovey at one particular time in your marriage or your life to I don't want to be bothered with you? And I know a lot of things Mm -hmm. can happen. People can change, and 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 the representative is gone, yada, yada, yada. But how do you get to the point where it's like, okay, now I don't want you touching me? Do y'all remember when you and your lady first got together and y'all were having sex all the time like rabbits? You know? Yeah. So what happened? <laughs> what happened? Like, <clears throat> hmm? what happened? Kids, bills. We we moved in together. We got married. We had to start talking about getting a dick and 
exterminators mm-hmm. and crap like that. That's what happened. <laughs> but then one other thing is she turns around and says, Comfortable, comfortable complacement. Yeah, we couldn't just sit around here my apartment drinking beers and watching pornos no more. Now we got kids. Now we got kids. Them days is over. Yeah, but the kids go to bed. Yeah, but you still can't get naked and watch porno. I know couples where the kids go to bed like 6 p.m. Where? I mean, they young. But but that's the age that you worry about. (laughs) 6 p.m. Thankfully, thankfully we got our date weekends where we can do that. But even then, it's only, you know... 48 hours. Mm-hmm. You know. But, so, do y'all think that over time, do, do people just settle into a, a normal pattern of how often they have sex? No, not me. But I think people do, yeah. Because I try to have great sex. So I like to talk about sex. Mm-hmm. I like to go over it, research it. This is what makes <laughs> What can I do out. to make you happy? What did like, I do that you like? What do I need to change? I'm always yeah. asking. I'm into movie production now. <laughs> I'm trying to get. I am trying to get there. Mine won't let me do it. I, I am. I, we are going to anybody who's in Real Maryland. We are going to Chesapeake Beach Spa and Resort, and I'm getting a new camera to go along with the one I got. <laughs> trying, I bought the camera. Mine won't let me do it, and I want to just watch it. <laughs> <laughs> See that. I'm a freak. I was like, we can, why, we can masturbate to each other. That's the point. You make yeah. your own. See, yeah. I don't even like watching porno movies no more because of crap. No. Yeah. <laughs> so you make so we make our own. <laughs> so, what, so, so, so which one is normal, fellas? The oh, Rodney, you don't need to skip that. Yeah, this, huh? All men, y'all need to talk to y'all wives about making your own porno movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start a new edition. Yeah, it's we, just we not safe. It. I mean, but it, 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 it's a great idea, but it's just not safe. It will end up in somebody else's hands at some point. No, it's not. Okay. No, it's not. You okay, well, check this safe. out. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Well, how about this? How about you tell her you're making a porno, but then you don't even film it? It's just the whole psychological thing about it. Yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. It'll never work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yo, no, you don't know. Here's how you right, started. Right. Here's how you started off. You started off like I did. You just showing <laughs> it on TV. Okay, it's nothing, nothing running. It's just you watching this on TV. Watch, I unplug it. I unplug it on TV. So then the reaction was, mm, okay, <laughs> like new camera. Right, Gentlemen. what kind of call? What kind of call do you have going on tonight, brother? Yeah, we we talk to your wives this, about making I, movies. I got I gotta get some role gotta, playing going. I couldn't do role playing with my wife because she kept getting confused on which role she was playing. <laughs> so she started getting mad. She thought I was really talking about another woman. And I'm like, you the other woman, fool. <laughs> Like, cut. Come on, hey, man. Get your well, she couldn't right? follow along. She couldn't keep up. She like, I don't know which one. I don't know when I'm supposed to be your wife, when I'm supposed to be the other. Uh, you know, don't worry. But just give it here. Don't, don't even. <laughs> <laughs> but fellas, which one? Is, which one is normal? The level of desire that people experience early in a relationship, or what transpires later? When it, when you talk about frequency and the and the pattern of sex, which one is normal? 
But you said you 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 saying normal? Normal yeah. was normal. I don't understand I, the question. Yeah, I, I I don't get the normal part. In other all words, this, when you first meet all of somebody and you're not sharing the day to day problems, you're both free. It's like an escape for both of you because she's right. coming from her corner, you're coming from your corner. But once <clears throat> once you're together in the same ring for a while, then it becomes a situation of mundane, you know, mm-hmm. you're on top, I'm turned this way, you know. Yeah, then so you got to get creative. So how does it make you feel, fellas, when, you know, she says she doesn't feel like it tonight or she tells you something like, okay, well, just get it over with. Oh, mm. please don't say that. Say, well, <laughs> first one, uh, she ain't feeling like it. I got that established early. Don't ever tell me that. That that we we married that ain't gonna work. We married. The second one, sometimes she ain't really feeling it, and I could really care less. <laughs> right. <laughs> I really need to go on and get mine, and I just going to be a Viking and go and do what I got to do, and really could care less if she got hers or not. Chore sex. Chore. Because sometimes it's just it's just at that point, you know, where you like okay, masturbating ain't gonna get it for me this time. I need to go on and hit that. I know you don't had a rough day at work. But uh, we need to make this happen, and we don't have time for the foreplay. I'm willing to do it. Wow, he going gorilla. Up in the morning. <laughs> we, I can't it, go gorilla style. <laughs> you know what I mean? We can either make this quick, or we can try on and try to have a Luther Vandross session <laughs> all night, or how you want to do it. <laughs> but but does good intimacy guarantee good sex? Does good intimacy guarantee good sex? I think intimacy is a part of it. If you want to make intimate, let's see, Rodney. So you just asked a, a, a curveball question. First, you <laughs> don't get it over with. Now you're talking about intimacy and sex. When it's really intimacy and love, man. When you're making love, you, there's intimacy involved. When you're just having sex, like going to get it over with, or hurry up. The kid just went to sleep, but I think I hear him moving. So you need to hurry up and get what you've done, but you need to done so you can get off of me so I can go check on the kid. You know, that kind of sex right there. There ain't no intimacy in that. No. Mm-hmm. See, you just, now she's just going on letting you do what you got to do because she know you ain't going to stop. But listen, You're at listen. the point where you can't stop. But hold on. Don't get mad at that, though, because we need that every now and then. Don't and she understands that. that. And, and she, she understands going to take that for the team. Take it for yep. the team. I mean, I mean no, it, she ain't it, getting it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. But, exactly. but you owe her one. But you owe her one. Oh, and you, and you, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Talking to, boy, you talking to a salad toast. I'm you trying to tell you, you got to be like, and, and look, and look, and look, and look, it's got to be like a boss-employee relationship. I remember when you worked that night overtime. Exactly. Oh. Okay, now I got to make it up to you. Here's this little bonus. Yeah, it's like you're trying to figure <laughs> out the, the, the square root of 69 is eight something. Yeah. <laughs> now, don't leave out, don't leave out anger sex, man. Mm-hmm. Argument sex. Yeah. Mhm. Make up sex. Argument sex. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love getting mad. I love going back to that. You remember when you was talking smack? Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Now, now listen to this, fellas. Now, listen to this. Now it's it's, a, it's eleven o'clock, and some of y'all may not get this concept until tomorrow. Um. But we're going somewhere. The things that actually nurture love, like protection, closeness. We talked about intimacy, emotional security, et cetera, et cetera are sometimes the very things that can actually stifle a woman's desire. Now, love wants a certain kind of closeness, but desire needs space and distance to thrive. 
data shows that what ignites a woman's desire is actually a new sexual partner. Now, it's about to get deep. It's about to get deep now, fellas, and I'll give you fair warning that you might want to disconnect from the show now. I'm telling you. I'm, I'm serious. I'm giving you fair Go ahead and hang up now because it's 11 o'clock, and I'm about to turn on the afterburners. Dr. Marta Mina is a renowned psychologist, and she says that domesticity can be dangerous. She says that in committed relationships, and especially in the context of family, women tend to take care of men, and therefore the men become like a family member, and sex with family members is taboo. Is there any truth to what this renowned psychologist is saying? Yes. Yes. The husband has entered the friend zone. Mm, talk to me. You in the friend zone now, buddy. Ain't no coming back from the friend zone. So let me let me ask this question then. So it's okay for me to be an asshole because then I'm not gonna. Oh, excuse me, guys. No, you good? <laughs> then, then I won't be a family member. Is it okay that I I uh, you know piss her off to the point where she says she don't like me, so that I'm not a family member? Is, is that what she's saying? Because, see, unless she got to wipe my mouth and my hind parts, I'm not a family member. It ain't going to work that way. But is she saying that, that this allows maybe that that she allowing other partners in this? or Well, right, she, Break down, because I hear where he's going with this, and you got to break down, how does a person get to that family member status? How do you prevent that from happening? What does she say about that? Well, you know. Probably enough because she's a woman and she don't even know herself. (laughs) (laughs) But what what she's talking about, and I'm going to go a little bit further with what, you know, she, she continues, but what she's talking about in this instance is that you come home, you sit down, you know, you get a drink or you get some lemonade, you just kind of just sit on the couch, and she cooks for you, she cleans up after you, and, you know, it's almost like, uh, you know, a mother-child relationship, you know, like that mm-hmm. sort of thing. No, she's not wiping your mouth, but she's, you know, she's doing the dishes, she's cooking your dinner, she's washing your drawers, you know, that sort of thing. You know, she's folding your clothes, ironing your clothes, you know, that sort of thing is where she's, you know, she's treating you like a child. So, you know, and it's like, or or, or an uncle or something, you know, that, that's, a living. In the house. Exactly. A living. Exactly. So she's talking about where, and, and, and I told you, I told y'all, fellas, this, I'm about to take y'all some places that, I mean, I'm telling y'all, but I mean, this is, this is what Dr. Marta also says. You know, she says this, and I quote, she says, for some women, formalizing their relationship by marriage renders sex so overly available and so sanctioned that it loses the forbidden and erotic quality that formerly turned them on, end quote. So what she's saying is that before marriage, you know, there was a forbidden eroticism, you know, whereas after marriage, you're there all the time. It actually decreases their desire. So do y'all think, is there any truth in that statement? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Unfortunately, yes. Absolutely. That's why you got to. Wouldn't that work the same way from our perspective? Yeah. Hell no. (laughs) No. It (laughs) wouldn't. I don't think so. But but that's scary, though, because, wow, so then I got to be careful what my woman does for me. 
Exactly. But look, you 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 right because guess what? You still hitting it. You still there. You still getting it on the regular, and you thinking eh, everything's okay. But in mm. actuality, it ain't. You have mm. always talk, about it. talk to your wife or your woman about sex. You have to research constantly. You have to ask her. What what do you like? What do here's what I like. What 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 do you what do you feel? What how do you feel about us doing trying this or trying something new? You have to always communicate with your woman about sex. Cause like I said, if I hadn't talked to my woman about sex, I would still be king fat ass. Well, I'm sorry, fat man walking around here thinking I'm Mister Killing It, and my weight was really a problem with her. And I never would have known. I'd have been walking around here thinking, like, oh, yeah, I'm good to go. Exactly. You know, I'm getting it on the regular, whatever. And you know what the difference is there? If it's if it was the other way around, it would kill your sex life. What are you saying if I told her? Right. If you, t- if you said something about her weight, you know it's done. Mm-hmm. But Dr. Martha continues, you know, talking about women. She says, over-familiarity with their man actually leads to a decline in romance and in sexual innovation. That's why you need to talk about making the movies, guys. Yeah, as well as to a loss of their own sense of individuality and desire to care for their appearance, which ultimately promotes their sexual desire. So here's the question. Are women's roles as wives, mothers, professionals, etc., not only overwhelming, but highly desexualizing, meaning it's hard to shift into sexual mode from such roles. Yes. Because a lot of it is women, they are the men of the house. Mm-hmm. I mean, when there's no man in the house, when they're doing it all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then when they get a man, then they're already conditioned to work, you know, the way they've been working. Mm-hmm. So I believe that could happen. Yeah, but I doing, always, go ahead. I always believe you, you got to be a freak. You got to have a little freak in you. If not, you got to learn how to be a freak. Because <clears throat> that keeps it going. You know, it's like, um, let's do something. I, 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 and and that's why I'm I'm happy because my my girl will say stuff and I'll go really, you know, because she like. Next week, you want to go out on the balcony? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and just and just and just and just keep that going all through the marriage. That's got to be like your your main purpose is to keep that same attitude. Cause some, never get complacent. Some some mystical magical thing seeps in there, and you get and just like he said, you get complacent and you put her on this pedestal like she's your wife and. You can't smack her on the butt no more, all that stuff, and then and then you lose it. You gotta, you gotta keep calling her a freak. You gotta do all those things that you're doing now. You gotta keep doing it, and then some. Because if not, man, you know she gonna stray mentally. Not Gentlemen, mentally, make a movie mentally. with your wives or your girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, just, just or either do that or have sex in the old navy dressing room. Yeah. They metrosexual. I mean, they what is it, dual sex or whatever? Yes, yeah, so she can come on back there. Go on, hell that. <laughs> Do, do have like sex in public, said. man. Go out there on the uh, Potomac River, watch the planes come in, and wear out while the planes landed. Yeah. It's great. You will, you yeah. will enjoy it. I'm telling you. 
Yeah. Do it like Got I to. said. Hook it up to your TV. Don't have the card in it. Let us see. Exactly. You know, and then just, you know, work it that way. And then slowly she might pop up and say, well, that's something to look at later. Give me when something she, to look and at And when she later. say no, ask her why not. A lot <laughs> of it is trust, you know, because they scared that, exactly. you know, it might end up. Like, my thing was, who do you think I'm going to show this to? You know, well, who am I going to show it to? No, mine was like, well, you know, uh, somebody see us. Who cares who sees us? We married. Mm. <laughs> kids, ask, ask her why. Seriously. I mean, and she's going to look at you like you're crazy, but them gears going to be turning. And I guarantee you, she started thinking about it. As long as you, you know, you don't you don't just stay on her about it. But, you know, every now and then so you had time to think about that. So what do you think? And you know another way to do it? Do it like a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> Set up the oh, man. When she in the That's gangster right there, man. <laughs> documentary. You got subtitles so and everything in that joint. <laughs> you know what you can do? Man, pull the car in the garage. Close the garage, though. You know, turn off the car, of course. <laughs> <laughs> everything off up in there at night. And go on, get in there in that car and just say, you know what, we're going to christen every vehicle we got. <laughs> oh, man. Well, let me bring this thing back. Let me bring this thing back. Let me bring this thing back. Um, during this study, some women specifically said that while they were totally committed to their husbands, they, they believed their desire would return if someone new entered their life. I think even if you do all the things me and this other dude been talking about, I think that's what a lot of women would say. Yeah, and Dr. Marta, Marta concludes that her data shows that women want what the, the same thing that men want. She says, in women, desire may be driven to the same extent as it is in men by novelty and excitement. Exactly. I've been man. saying that all night long. You've been saying that. I had to stop him earlier because it's about I, to get a little bit deeper, fellas. I've been saying it all night. There mm-hmm. ain't no difference. It's a myth. When mm-hmm. you think men's sex drive are greater than women, it's a myth, and you get fooled because you think you got more time to get it right. But the key is having a woman that's been around the block long enough to know that that novelty is strictly a novelty. It's all a novelty. Because eventually, that other dude that was, you know, bought your desire back, you're going to get tired of him, too. He got dirty socks. Sure. He needs someone to cook for him. <laughs> and dirty drawers. And dirty drawers. He got all that, too. Sure. Now, look, I'm going to paint a scary picture. Uh-oh. Oh, she God. got just as much of a sex drive as you. She wants to have it as much as you do. But here's the kicker. She's getting offers all day long, every day. Yeah. Think about that. All day at the job, at Walmart, at the dentist's office, driving down the car. Yeah, absolutely. Driving down the highway. All day long getting offers, propositions. We ain't. We may get a few, but not as much as they are. Especially yeah, if that's a nine piece. You see what I'm saying? And they getting it, and they rejecting it. Or not, but. I'm gonna get to that because okay, all because, right, all right. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you another warning. You know, hang up, disconnect from the internet, do whatever you got to do. But studies show 
that women often fantasize about being found irresistible. But more than being desired, women yearn to be uniquely desired, to be chosen as the one that gets that ring on her finger. But listen, after the commitment is made, everything changes. Dr. Marta says that once people get married, the man is stuck because he can't sleep with anyone else. And and I'm talking about the ideal situation, fellas, here, you know. Um, Dr. Marta says that the husband's advances to his wife no longer signal her unique desirability the way they did before marriage. Thoughts on that, fellas? Yeah, it just goes back to you know, the novelty wearing off. Yeah, yeah. So Women love novelty. Saying, is she saying to go out and get a 70s bush wig and, you know, and be porno movie star and then next minute be a construction worker? I'm a little confused because that's going to happen. I, I, I don't see no way around that. Exactly. And that's what we're talking and I'm about to, I'm telling you, I'm about to, we're going somewhere. We're going somewhere. Now, Dr. Marta continues. She says, women who feel good about themselves emotionally and physically, they appear to be the biggest factor of their desire than how their man feels about them. So above anyone else, women are their own point of reference for how sexy they are. So here's the question, fellas. Does a woman's self-consciousness inhibit her sexual desire? Yep. Mm, you're I'm too somewhere. heavy. I'm too short. Mm-hmm. You're getting somewhere now, brother. Yeah, I, I, I told you. I told him to hang up. And you opening the door, see, and see, Question. you don't even understand. Because that next man, you know, we always talk about, like, big women. And when I say big, I'm talking about, you know, just average, what do they call them in the store when you go to the? Size 14, 16. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Plus size. Plus size women. Plus size. Full figure. There it is. Full figure. And, you know, there's guys that that's all they date. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So when a woman, you know, used to be a size 8, who's now maybe a 16 because of kids or whatever the case may be, and she's out there and she runs across one of these guys that that's all they date, she's in heaven. Mm-hmm. Think about that. And we sitting here saying, ah, man, you don't put on so much weight, man. We got to go to the gym. We got to start running. We got to watch what we eat. You can't eat that. Let's start eating everything green, whatever. <laughs> and then the next dude is like, man, I love that weight. There's more you to go around. Let's get let's, let's, let's get it popping. What do you do? <laughs> yeah, because absolutely, fellas, y'all are absolutely right. A woman started off appreciating that, and I yeah. did. <laughs> yeah. I did, you know. It, 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 it. I found one time this girl, I just, it was basically we met over a friend's house, and she stayed over my house, and I got up the next morning on her, her clothes, and that freaked us so totally out that, you, you know, I was in without trying to be in, you yeah. know, and, and she was a plus size, but I like plus size. They, they, you that cat I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like that plus size. That's what I'm saying. Know. That's what I'm saying. There's somebody for everybody. And when right. we kick them to the curb, 
mentally, that next man is going to say, hey, man, I love it. Mm-hmm. And what do you do? What do you do at that point? Yeah, I, I told my I told my girl, I said, you lose your hind parts, you're done. You, 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 you <laughs> can shape it up. <laughs> you can shape it up, but if you lose it, well, I almost broke up over her when, when uh, I was watching the Raven Coke Championship game, and she was in my ear talking about, y'all going to lose, going to lose. I was going to say, we through. You talking about my Ravens. <laughs> I, I had to school her. And then she don't she don't say nothing, you know, because mm-hmm. it's like, are you serious? You talking about mm-hmm. my favorites? But uh, but yeah, you know, and, and and a lot of of the the dumbness is big girls work harder, you know. But that's not true, you know. It depends on their self esteem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Ike. Yeah. You was getting ready to break it down earlier, and you got interrupted. Um, but I want you to go back, and when you were talking about big girls and skinny girls, yeah, about how they work, about how they put that work in. And the well, I was just talking about the the size uh, yeah. capacity. Yeah. Uh, the skinny girls can can take they 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 can take a lot more. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, as far as the you know the twelve inches, uh, than the big girls can in in my research. You know, yeah. the skinny girls can take it. You know, you can give them heart palpitations, and they're good to go. <laughs> I've done that same research, sir, and I and I see I saw where you were going with it, and I didn't want your comments to be uh, 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 not expressed. Yes, Thank my you. my my first wife was a skinny woman, and uh, my second wife, uh, she she she's a thick uh, young lady, and for that I'm grateful. <laughs> I enjoy both thick and skinny. Yes, I'm very happy with both. I can equally please both. No, <laughs> toss, toss both this out. But um, a woman's <laughs> self consciousness um, it absolutely can subvert their whole view of her sex life. And in a recent study of 150 women, it concluded that women who have low self esteem and were displeased by their physical appearance had less satisfying sex and were more distressed about their entire sex lives. And probably never orgasm. Yeah, and some women, listen, some women are actually thinking about this stuff during sex. <laughs> One woman says, you know, she'd be in a position and she'd be like, oh, you know, I need to switch position because this position makes me look fat. And I'm like, give me a break. I mean, really? We don't, don't be thinking about that. I don't think she getting broke off right if she's thinking about no, that. No, Yeah, we don't think about that. I, I think she might be. She need to be worried about if she can make it. Yeah, but but but, but, but what do what do you say about that woman that that says I just don't have orgasms? Oh, that's funny. That's funny because my ex wife claimed uh, to be that that woman. Yeah. She would claim. She said, you know, I never had orgasms. Never had orgasms. And you know, after about you know, we had been day. You know, she was my first, and I was her first. So she tell me. And, uh, <laughs> you know, after a while, I, I got tired of hearing it. I said, you know what? We're going to really go ahead and do what we got to do to make you have an orgasm. So we we worked at it and finally got her to have an orgasm. And let me tell you what the problem was. The problem was her damn mind. Mm. Subconscious. Mm. Thinking about all this crazy stuff, tensed up about this, tensed up about that. Once I got her to finally stop being tense and 
stop, you know, and stop her mind long enough to focus on nothing and just let what's happening happen, then she was able to have an orgasm. And that, you know, that that just really blew me away. And it took it took a lot of setting to get everything right. You know, if she had a bad day at work, she's not going to have orgasm today. No matter what I do, you know what I'm saying? Because she's gonna focus. If something traumatic happened, and you know she came from one of them families that always had drama, mm-hmm. so it was always somebody getting shot, somebody in a car accident, somebody car getting totaled with only one month left on the papers. You know, it was always something <laughs> traumatic going on. So when you married to someone like that, and they have that going on in their lives, and then they are not able to even to connect the dots between what's worrying them and what's preventing them from having an orgasm, you got hell on your hands. Because here she is wearing that defined label where, you know, I've never had orgasm. Oh, but yet you can't also see that you also keep a lot of stuff on your mind, and you let a lot of stuff get you and prevent you from having an orgasm. And I know there's a lot of women listening, walking around here and talking about, I don't even know, man, I ain't never had orgasm. Okay, well, it ain't the man, baby. It's you. That's right. And well, that body comes to their sex is more money. Excuse me. Can you hear me? Can you all hear go me? Ahead. We yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, brother. I want to go back to that idea where you said that when you're married, that the woman feels as though you're a part of the friendship. Now, I've been married for seven years now, and after the fifth year, we was going good. But now it's like she has other things going on that makes her feel like she's in a business area. She's more or less compete with me financially. So she, so after she does that, she's not really into the sex part. That's like once a month. Oh. So when we do, when we get it, it's like she's into it. But sometimes lately it's like, well, hmm, I'll do it if he's going on the trip by himself or I'll do it if he feel like I need to do it. But it's not like it was in the beginning. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, can I can I talk to this brother real quick? Go ahead. Talk to him. Talk to him. Man, look, talk to her about making a movie. Uh, oh, come on, man. <laughs> come on, man. What I say when I'm saying what I'm saying about is your act with her has got to be so random. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's got to be something that she cannot calculate because right now you've become so predictable in your approach to her. So you got to be now off the charts, and you also got to talk to her. You you got to talk to her about sex, not about work, not about this whole competing thing. Don't even let that come into the conversation. Y'all need to talk strictly about sex. Don't let her I, say little things I like, "Well, you that. already know what I like." I, I, I did that, and it, and it chick came right to me and said I was nagging her, so I stopped. And I said, you know what? I ain't going to talk about it no more. If you want to have it, if you miss it, you'll come to me. And she'll come to me. No, no, no. no. But, it's, but, it's, but it's like it's slow because I figured, you know, if you're going to be like that, then I'm like, well. I no, you, you got to say, well, you know what? If if this, if this If we really want this marriage to work, we're going to have to really talk and understand how sex works between the two of us. And if you see it as nagging, then we got big problems. Because there's things she don't understand. And some things you don't understand about her. And because you care and because you love her, you care enough to try to understand. Now, the novelty dude, hey, he's just a novelty. But I guarantee you, he ain't going to care. He need to break that down to her. Because there may be a novelty dude out there. Now, 
Body consciousness, and good words, fellas, and thanks for the question, fellow. Um, body consciousness is not the only distraction that women experience during sex. Women often wonder whether the kids are really asleep, if the dog has been fed, what they're going to cook for dinner tomorrow, that project at work, the clothes they have to pick up at the cleaners, and whatever else is on their to-do list. Such distractions reflect the multiple roles that women fill today. Now, let me tell you all my story. My wife just had our third child five weeks ago, and she breastfeeds him full time. And he's actually still up now, I hear him crying. You know, he need to be asleep. But So now we have a nine-year-old daughter, a five-year-old daughter, and a five-week-old son. So outside of her body consciousness issues, you know, trying to get rid of the baby fat, that that sort of thing. But there are a myriad of things going through her mind right now, and sex is not even close to being a top priority. So, and the more that a woman's mind and genitalia are out of sync, the more problematic her sex life will be. Women just need a little more time for their minds to catch up to their bodies, which is probably the reason why they want more foreplay, which T-Hawk mentioned earlier. But have any of y'all heard this one? You know, just just let me rest a little bit to get my mind right first, and the next thing you know, she's over there snoring. Mm. Anybody ever experienced that? It's like, oh, you know, I had a bad day at work. So let me. Yeah, me yeah. Work. I mean, mine. Yeah, mine definitely has had a bad day. I don't feel like doing it. You know, it's, it's you know, I could just go on and let you go and do what you got to do, but I'm not really in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. Cindy. Yeah. Cindy Meston is a clinical psychologist at the University of Texas. She says that most women are not even in tune with their genitalia. I agree 100%. She says women are socialized to not pay attention to their genitalia. They don't even look at it. Especially American women. The female genitals are smaller, less intrusive, and the changes in them are more subtle not enough to give a woman intense feedback and a feel-good urge. On the flip side, if we have an erection, you know, we're going to notice it and try to act on it. Yeah. And, you know, here's the question, you know, fellas. Should the head of household instinctively know what he needs to do to get his wife in the mood? Well, that that goes back to what we had before. I mean, it doesn't start in the bedroom, you know. It may start that morning. You might have to prep it the day before. Absolutely. Yeah, but I mean, t- I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean. Look, I hate to get juvenile on this, but what do you tell your kids? You tell your kids you got one job, and that's to get good grades in school. You got one job; it's your only job. Cleaning the house, none of that. Forget about all that, your chores and everything. One job is to go and be the best student you could possibly be. We as husbands have one wife. The only thing we have to worry about is how to please that one woman. It's not six women, two, three. You got to remember three. We got to just remember one. Exactly. For concentrate one. on you. Concentrate on that one. Exactly. What turns her on? What turns her off? When the go light is on? When the stop light is on? Yeah. Hey, Rodney. Rodney. Yeah. Go ahead. Rodney, I, I want to address that guy that's been married for seven years and and he's getting it once a month. Is he still on? No. Is that brother still on? I think he hung up. Oh, what? man. Man. I don't think anybody hung up, but go ahead anyway. 
Well, um, I just wanted to – I couldn't get in. There was a lot going on. Uh, <laughs> but really, um, you need to you need to deal with that, man. Um, there's a deeper issue than, than, you know, she just wants to make more money. Um, that You know, that kind of thing is a symptom of other problems. If you don't get to the root of it, you're going to find yourself somebody else gunslinging. Yeah. Okay, I'm not saying she's stepping out. What I'm saying is that – um, that kind of situation where, you know, you have that kind of dramatic drop-off in, in, in sex, something's going on and you haven't got to the bottom of it. Yeah. Yeah. And you yeah. really need to deal with it. If you don't, you're going to be on here like, like a brother that is a, couple, a year or so ago where his wife wanted to go to some convention. <laughs> yeah. Y'all remember that, brother? Oh, yeah. let, me, let, me, let me say this. Let me say this. Let me say this. Now, there's been some um, there's been some situations where she feels like uh, let me see your circumstances. That's, it's, you gotta you gotta add context to it to understand what are the circumstances behind why the sex dropped off. So she says her mom, who is her only family member because her sister died. Went over to her home country because she's not American. She's from Africa. So, problem number one. <laughs> go ahead. I'm messing with you. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, brother. Hello. Is he going? Hello. Hello. Hold on one second. Okay. Yeah, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Oh, so, go anyway. ahead, brother. Yep. So, so she, so her mom's from Africa. So she says that. Um. She's 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 worried about what she's doing. Mom's because she got diabetes. She's worried about what she's doing. She's worried about the business that she's trying to do, and she's trying to be able to add to the family. And all this, she says, she got stressed. So with all the stress and all that, she feels like she doesn't have time. She's worried about her problems. She doesn't have time to to do the things she used to do. So I said, so I tell her, I said, you know, you need to be able to do the things you used to do because I'm not going to sit up here and say I'm gonna live, I'm gonna be married and be celibate. So I ain't gonna be celibate. You're going to have to do something here. She said, well, okay, you know, you're, you're being an ag. I said, no, I'm not being an ag. I'm being a husband. This is what I do. This is what I'm supposed to do. This is what you're supposed to do as a woman, as a wife. Yeah. But she don't but she don't think she, she don't think that's right. She says, well, I'm going to do, uh, I'm, I'm going to take my time with it and say, look, we're going to do it once a month, and when we do it, you're going to feel like, uh, it's as if he was doing it often because you had time to to recover. I'm thinking, what are you talking about? Who does that? Nobody does that. You're making. No you need, you, I'm serious, man. You need some help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because this is going to destroy the marriage. There's some deeper issues going on, and you haven't unburied them. Okay, um, I'm just telling you, just from from what I've seen, and I've I've dealt with. Many, many couples, I'm telling you, there's deeper issues. You ain't got to it, and you need some outside help because what you're doing ain't working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean. You, you, need to, you, you need a third party um, that can get to the bottom of it because, you see, right now she's playing a game. Okay, that's a game. I've already, thre- I've already threatened to leave her on many occasions. Well, yeah, she's not good right there. No, oh, no, 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 don't do that. No, 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 no,
So I took it. But I was thinking to myself, why should she do that? Because she didn't do that last week when I had when she had more time. Yeah. So she going on. She went out of town. I went out of town. But before she before she left, she gave it to me. So so I mean I'm like you know. So when I get back in town, I I should probably expect it, but I don't think I'm gonna get it. Yeah, but see, just because of the, just the things you're talking about, see, that's not a normal marriage relationship. Okay, um, you know it, it's like she's in control of this, and this is how it is. And I'm just telling you, man, you know, if if it didn't start out that way and it's that way now, something's going down. Now, you may not believe me. You may say I'm crazy, but I'm telling you, I have sat with hundreds of couples. There's an issue. You haven't got to it. And if you don't, you ain't going to have a marriage. Well, it sounds to me like he wants a marriage, but it sounds right. to me also that, that the options are limited because she feels as though what she's doing at her own pace is correct and that she's justified in doing that which is definitely not you know right well if it if it was if it was you know if i was advising you and and what you're saying is absolutely true and she just thinks that this is this is the way a marriage is you're going to have to take drastic measures you may have to move out the bedroom you may have to do something to shock her into saying this ain't going to work because five years from now, is this going to be okay with you? No, it's not. No. Okay. Well, if it's not going to be okay with you five years from now, and you're pacifying this, this is what you're going to have. Yeah, but 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 it it to his defense, it doesn't sound like he's pacifying it. It's, it well, it what, what I'm like saying is, you're going to have yeah. to ratchet it up. Yeah. Well, here's the you're going to have to turn up the heat. I mean, you know, it's it. Hey, it, it may come to the point where you know you say, look, you know what? I need to separate for some time because you think I'm playing a game. Mm. Well, Either we're going to get some help because understand something. If it's not working for you, it's not working in the marriage. It may be working for her, but if it's not working for you, it's not working. And this once a month giving you a cookie when she feels like it, that ain't a marriage. And I mean, if you wanted that, you could be out there, you know, single in a dry spot. <laughs> Go ahead, sir. Well, I know when I was single at the time, I was getting it way more often than I'm getting it now. And I know married couples. I mean, why not get married if I'm going to get it, like, once a month? So I told her about that, and we talked at depth about it. So it's not like I've been passive. I'm not passive. I told her Okay, well, all I'm saying is you're not getting to the the core issue because it wasn't that way, and now it is. So something has changed. Now, it's not acceptable to you. So – if that's not important to her, that it's not acceptable to you, that's a whole nother problem. That's a big problem. Yeah. Okay. If if your sexual desire and need and you you being at the point where you're ready to leave this marriage isn't important to her, that tells you something about the way she feels about you. All I'm telling you is there's a deeper issue. You haven't got to it, and if you don't get to it, it's going to destroy your marriage. The issue with her is not sex. It's not about not not having sex. It's not that she doesn't want to have sex. There's some deeper issues there. Now, if you met her, and there's some girls from foreign countries, I mean, literally, I don't know if you know this, but, you know, they castrate women. Yes. In, in well, African not, countries. And they get no desire out of sex. 
But let me let me let me let's go let's go let's go deeper into the psychological issues. Now she says she broke down to me and said that her parents used to argue a lot and fuss and beat each other up. Her father used to beat her mother up. I guess and at the age of twelve she lost pop. So her mom as a as a consequence remained single from the age she was twelve to where she is now. And she's soon to be thirty one in August. So it seems to me she says, Well I guess after after she's trying to launch a new career, she's focusing on different things and she's she's changing what she used to do to what she feels like she needs to have in order to feed the family, help the finances and all that, but she's um uh, abandoning the needs that I have. Okay, you're not hearing me. Mm-hmm. All right, I understand everything you just said. What I said to you is that if it's not important enough for her to save the marriage and deal with this issue, your issue is much, much be- deeper than getting a, a piece of snatch. Okay, because if if it's not important enough for her to deal with this and say, we need to deal with this, and you're at the point where you're saying she's like once a, once a month or if you go out of town, I'll give you a cookie. Yeah. Man, if this wasn't a show, I'd say some things. Yeah, she's got, she's got too much control right now, and I think that's what he's getting at. And what, also, what I'm trying to say is that there's a deeper issue here than you not getting – Getting some snatch. Yeah, yeah, she's not being totally honest. She's not being honest. There's something that's going on. Either that, or she got you in this marriage because she she had other motives and she didn't want to be in a marriage. Because getting it once a month is not being in a marriage, unless both of you agree on that. I mean, if both of you are that way, okay. And y'all meet and it's that way, and you say, hey, you know, sex isn't important to us. You know, once a month's fine with me. Hey, once a month's fine with me, too. But if it wasn't that way from the beginning, and she goes, okay, you know, we've been married five years. Now things change. You were getting it three, four times a week. Now you're down to once a month because i got other priorities. Well, damn it, if the husband isn't a priority, you don't have a marriage. Now, well, sir, now, just to be honest with you, um, it may be something else. And she may not even tell you. She may keep brushing you off. Have you have y'all considered counseling? That's it. Yeah, I have considered counseling, and I had talked to her about it. She says she's not the problem. She has she's not doing anything wrong, so she doesn't want to do counseling. Hey I, man, I, don't I, don't wait for her permission. Go by go by yeah. yourself. Schedule some counseling. I had a counselor call my wife. I went and said, you know what? I'm in counseling. I'm in marriage counseling by myself. Holler. Go on and schedule your appointment. Don't even wait on her. Schedule it tomorrow morning or tonight if you can. Go online, get some numbers, call them. By the way, by the way, by the way, this is my second marriage, so she knows my she she knows that I've been married before. So it's like she sometimes wanted to throw my previous marriage in my face, and I threw it back at her and said, "Yo, it's none of your business, and you don't know the situation, so you don't you can't speak from that." Hey, but, man, 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 whether it's your first or fifteenth marriage, man, sex once a month is wrong. And you're oh, yeah. walling and hiding some, some something serious, man. Are you a Christian? Uh, yeah, kind of. But I, I mean, I, you know, I'm not all devout and everything, but I do follow Christian values. Okay. Okay. Is is your wife? She's not all devout, but she does follow Christian values. 
Okay. Yeah, and fellas, let me grab this thing back real quick um, because we're right where we need to be. Thank you all for And that's actually, you know, one of my final questions is, you know, when you talk about going inside the mind of a, of a Christian woman, do you think that they have the same thoughts going through their minds as non-Christian women do? The answer is yes, but not the same thought as the man. Yeah, and, and should they? Should, should a Christian woman have non-Christian thoughts going through this? Well, you know, one of the things, you got to define Christian. Okay, a whole bunch of folks walking around yeah. saying they're not Christian. Not a Chino. I'm not talking about a Chino, Andrew. Not a Chino. I'm talking about a Chino? Yeah, Christian in name only. Okay. All right. A true Christian? Mm-hmm. When you say, are they going to have different different thoughts? Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, heck no. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm going to tell you what. I was out tonight at a restaurant, mm-hmm. and... um. And this girl, I was out with a couple of friends, and cute little honey, and 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 she's like, well, you know, I I could reach over, and I was like, no, you can't, <laughs> no, no, you can't. My water glass was was all the way to the other side of the table. She was fat as all get out, and she said, I could just reach over there and pour it. I was like, no, honey, you can't do that. <laughs> okay, because my mind's gonna go to another place. <laughs> All right, it got nothing to do with you being Christian. You still a human. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was getting ready to say. I don't really think when it comes to sex and desires, I think the only thing, the only difference are the 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 relationship to marriage, to the union of marriage. I think that's the yep. only thing. The one that and may also, cheat on you is the, the one that relationship may not. to to understanding uh, what our roles are. To understanding that you know what our body is not our own, and if if I'm married, that is his only outlet. Yeah. Can I say one more thing? Just one more thing on the table. I'm sorry about this, but take your time, man. Girlfriend says, girlfriend says that sometimes it's better for the husband and wife to communicate because communication is key in the marriage. More of those than just us having sex. <laughs> if we can't communicate, then we don't have a marriage. But and I'm telling her, well, intimacy is important to me, and I don't feel close to you. And I say, I don't feel close to you when we have sex. I don't feel close to you. And she says, well, you, we need to talk more. And so we talk a lot, but we don't. Sometimes we don't talk enough, or we don't talk surface. We talk. We don't talk deeper than surface level about things. And sometimes we do, but at the end of the day, it doesn't lead to sex. And I think that's disappointing. Hmm. Well, so you're, I mean, saying, you're saying the conversation that you have don't always don't necessarily lead. Let me to explain. Let me explain. Let me explain that better. Let me explain this better. Okay. Clearly, the first part is communication is key. So she said that we need to talk. We need to talk more about her business, and I need to champion her business, which I have been supporting. And she feels as though I'm not with, but I I do that. Okay, that's fine. Second part. I say, okay, well, we need to be intimate. She says, oh, we're working towards that. I said, how is that? Because you're listening to what I say and what I need. I said, all right. So I said, you know, and I said, I said all right. So then the third part is um, I told her I don't, we don't feel, I don't feel close to you when we are not intimate or we're not close. And she says, well, if I have sex with you every night, that's not going to make us closer. And I kind of looked at her as if I disagreed, but she didn't get me. That's really what uh. I'm saying. Oh, we understand. 
Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. Yeah, we get that. We get that. Y'all got a communication barrier. Huge and communication I, and, barrier. And, and I think that leads back to, I don't know how long you've been on the call, but I think that leads back to the beginning of the call when Ike was talking about all they want sometimes is for us just to listen. Without mm-hmm. remark, without help, without suggestion, just listen. Now, she's going probably into this unfamiliar territory of this new business and dealing with the stress of her mom and everything else. And probably what she needs from you is genuine support, not sexual-driven support. You see what I'm saying? Because you say, okay, you know, we can talk more, but I'm upset because I'm we're not having enough sex. And she's going to start to think that that's the only thing that's important to you. Am I getting that right, fellas? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So you yeah. got to try. You got to really try a different approach. Yeah. Basically, what you're saying. Even if you want sex, sometimes, like if you know she's starting her own business and she's stressed and she got a lot of things, maybe it's that it's that foreplay that we're talking about. That was those one two days where you 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 kind of warm no, up. No, no, brother, no, brother. Foreplay foreplay is, is 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 in the moment. That's like five, six, ten minutes before we we get it on. I ain't charging no two, three days foreplay. That's just too much work, man. No, but listen, but listen, but listen. listen the foreplay. This is, this is the thing. It, the foreplay doesn't have to be the kissing and the loving. No. We're talking, you know, when she comes home, you, you have a little dinner ready for her, and you just say, I want to see how your day was. Just listen. You rub her feet while she's talking to you, you know. You well, got different approaches. And, and and then, you know, next day, well, listen, I know that's a tough day, so I ran some bath water for you. Uh, you you got to try different approaches. Hey, hey but P-Town, P-Town, listen yeah. what I'm trying to say. That foreplay is a generalized foreplay. It may work, but the thing is, his wife is different. Her foreplay may be sitting there talking about her business sitting there talking about the things that she wants to talk about. See, I think that we got to meet people where they're where exactly where they are. And if she's at that place where she says, well, I need to talk to you about this business, I need to talk to you about my mom, I need to talk to you about this. And, and let's just say you do it for two, three days, and you just focus on her, what she needs to talk about, and don't bring up sex, don't bring up your needs, that may strike something different. Now she may start to see, okay, maybe he really does care about me, so now let me try to re- reciprocate and meet his needs. Yeah, because, I mean, I'll just add to that real quick. You know, if she won't trust you with what's on the inside, she won't trust you with anything else. Yeah, but what if he does all that and she still doesn't? He's still having sex once a month. Yeah, and I I, think that y'all are missing, you know, um, the whole big picture here Um, because both of them have to get their mind right. Yeah. And what I mean by that is I'll... Take you back to Romans 12 and 2, you know, do not conform to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. You know, then you will be able to test and prove what God's will is, his good and pleasing, perfect will. You know, that's where, you know, y'all admit, you got to start there. I mean, your, your marriage, your sex life, if your mind is not attuned to God and, and his thing for for your marriage, and it ain't, it's really not going to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and not to get, and not to get, too religious, but the Bible pretty much explains what her roles are. And when you run out of arguments, when you run out of trying to make your point, just pull the book out, and the book will say exactly what it is that she's supposed to do. So maybe she doesn't know that. Maybe she's like, okay, I'm going to do it my way, and this is how I do it once a month, and I'm going to make you happy, and then when when you get it once, the, you know, this one time a month, it's going to be the bomb. 
But that one time a month is going to lead you to do something wrong because you're going to be like, I can't do once a month. I need it once or two, three times a week. So if you're not yeah. giving it to people once a month, I'm going to go somewhere else and, 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 and get it and come on back to you and still get it that once a month. And, and keep in mind, brother, your wife may not really know how to be a good wife in your sense. I mean, she's only seen, from what you tell us, her father abuse her mother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she may not really know. Yeah, she may and not you, know. And you're right, man. You just don't even know what you said, brother. I, and T-Hawk. Because T-Hawk opened the Bible. I mean, the Bible's open. And, you know, before before we close tonight, I want to mm-hmm. talk about how the Bible gives a number of illustrations about what God specifically knows. And here are three quick examples. Number one, God has intimate knowledge of every human being. He knows everything about each one of us. And that's Matthew 10 and 30 says that even the very hairs on your head are all numbered and counted. Number two, God knows our every thought. Psalms 94 and 11 says the Lord knows the thoughts of man and he knows that they are futile. And finally, fellas, God knew us even before we were born. Jeremiah 1 and 5 says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. So, brother, who's you know having the issue, I mean, if you truly listen to your wife, if you truly learn how to understand her, etc., your insight into her mind would be unheard of. It would be off the chain, as my brother T-Hawk might say. So here's my question, fellas, as we talk about inside the mind of a woman. If you attempted to achieve this level of really knowing her, really understanding her, wouldn't this send a message to her that you were trying to be Christ-like? I know that's too deep for some of y'all, but I know y'all get where I'm saying. Yeah. If you really tried to understand it, like T-Hawk said, you know, don't even worry about the sex piece. Just really try to get into her mind. We're talking about getting inside the mind of a woman. Yeah. Yeah. And the bottom line is it, it don't really matter. You know, the topic is inside the mind of a woman. It don't even really matter what's inside the mind of a woman. All that matters is what's inside the mind of your woman. Tell it. Tell it. Tell it. Tell it. I wish I got this call earlier. I wish I got this call earlier. I got so much more to say, but I understand what you're saying. I know we got 11 minutes or so. And, yeah, that, that's for, that's remarkable to be able to get inside the woman. That's, but, uh, <laughs> and, let, and let me let me ask you another question, brother, while we still got you. Yeah, we got 11 minutes, and we'll flip it to open mic. But let me ask you another question. We've been talking for over three hours, three hours tonight about getting inside the mind of a woman. What about your mind? Do you know you even know yourself? Have you examined yourself lately? Oh, I, or do you oh, really know, need to take I some know, time and you know, I know do self I know every every left, right, turn, up and down about myself. I have no questions about who I am. Sure. I I I have no questions or confusion about who I am or what I want to do. Sure. My mind what I've been taught as as a Christian from even back in the day, into what I understand is that you must have a little bit of patience, and I have patience. Sometimes the patience, you know, you say the patience is a joke. I I got that, but sometimes it doesn't pan out the way I want it to. So I figured, well, I could have the patience of Joe, but I can feel like I'm being duped, uh, being run amok, and somebody's somebody's putting a scam on. 
So I have problems with trust. But I you know, I trust as much as I can. I said this I look at the situation and say, Well, you know what? I know it's changed. I got patience, I'll see if it changed back. If it's not changing back, I'll argue a little bit, I'll stop the argument, I'll say I'll be committed to a relationship. It still don't change and I'll look and observe. Sure. But right now I say, you know, I used to pride myself I could make love to a woman's mind. And the woman I picked, that'd be the girl I would be with. And I know how to talk to the woman to make sure they understand where I'm coming from. And I think most men, if they are a man's man, they know the moves they make, they do it purposefully. That's not just by accident. Sure. And I did that. And I and I chose this woman for different reasons. And I guess the first reason that I saw that for whatever reason, maybe there was some kind of uh, the chosen thing God said that we should be together because we keep we got we we got together by accident. So I didn't decide for that. I was saying that if that things would not they should not change. But I guess there's some teaching I have to do for her. I need to teach her a little bit. But she doesn't listen. She's very headstrong. She's a Virgo, and she don't want she's headstrong. So I need more patience, or I need to be more strong hands. I don't. Know. It's like well, you know you got to be finesse. Well, faith without works is dead. Mm-hmm. And if you think that is just going to change because of patience, it's not. We have to. I mean, you pay. You are hundred percent correct about the patience part because you got to have that. Because without that, you're dead as well. But there's got to be some interference. There's got to be a referee at this point. You got to throw up the red flag or the yellow flag or the white flag and say, okay, whatever I'm saying to you is not working. You don't hear me. When when you come to a point where you don't hear each other. You need a referee. You need somebody to sit down and say, okay, this is what X is trying to say to Z, and this is what Z is trying to say to X. It, it, Just like Ike said, you're the man of that relationship, not her. She right now is, 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 is taking on your role by telling you when things are going to go down, when it should be you telling her when things are going to go down. You see what I'm saying? So now it's got to a point where you say, okay, I can no longer communicate with you effectively because of your thinking or your upbringing or whatever it is. So now I have to bring in a third party that's going to sit down and listen to us. You make the meeting. Don't let her make the meeting. Don't let her tell you, go by yourself. No, you make the meeting. You say, we have a date, and this is where we're going to be. Get her in the car and take her there, period. You got to do it because she's not going to do it because she thinks there's nothing wrong. But we all on the phone can tell you there's something wrong. Mm-hmm. And just like Andrew said, there's a deeper issue that she's not telling you. And if she's not going to tell you, then get the professional to bring it out of her. It's only going to be to your benefit. Trust me. You're going to learn some things about you're going to learn some things about your wife that you didn't know. You got everything to gain, nothing to lose. Period. Mm, that's strong. I, I could, I could, I could, I accept that. I can understand I did, that. Listen, listen, brother. I did it. I, did, I, did. I, had to do it. I was I was to the point where I couldn't me and my wife were seeing in different colors, man. I didn't understand what she was saying. And 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 I couldn't take it. I got to the point where I said, I can't understand this woman. And she can't understand me. But from what I come to find out, that's what marriages do after a certain amount of time. Marriages get to the point where people no longer understand each other for some mystical reason. So I had to bring in somebody and and and, and I had to find somebody that she trusts. A counselor that she trusts, that she picked. You know what I mean? Because I knew that she would talk to this guy, and that's the guy that did our marriage counseling, our pre-marriage counseling. And he sat there and told her, he said, I don't understand what you're going through, but you have to. And he told her what she needed to hear. 
he told me what I needed to hear. But it worked. It worked. Man, I, I use counseling just I my wife current my current wife because I've been married twice also. My current wife was not really listening to me. And I just went on a scheduled counseling appointment. And she and she hated counseling. I kept telling her, you know, we just going to go to counseling because we need a third party because every time I try to talk to you, you're getting argumentative. You're not, we're not effectively communicating. And once I hit her with the counseling thing, she saw that I was serious. And that changed her whole attitude. That, that changed her whole approach to talking. And we were able to effectively communicate and with success. With success. You have to show them, man. You can't keep, you know, insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. That's right. Well, I guess that's better than my other decision would be to hit it with a lawyer, so I guess. No. No, 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 no. no, no. That's the don't, easy don't way out. Don't do that, man. Yeah, that's the easy that. way out. That's the worst. Listen, 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 listen. I'm going to leave you, and I'm going to hit you with a lawyer. That's the easy way out. That's what she wants you to say. She's right, expecting right. you to go out like that. That's why she's putting you through all this stuff. She's trying to see what you're made of right now. Mm-hmm. Show her that she, this marriage wants, is worth fighting for. She wants to see who she's really married to. As crazy as it may sound, she wants you to do the right thing. The right thing is to fight for your marriage. And exactly. The right for your marriage is to bring someone else in that's professional that can help you. And trust me, what he's going to say to you, okay, listen, I'm going to tell you. When I went, the counselor said, to my wife, every time that 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 we had an appointment, your husband has called. You have never called one time for an appointment. That's what he said to her. He said he has been proactive every time. You have never been proactive one time, which is true because that was my job. I couldn't wait for her to get counseling for us because had I waited for that, I could be like you, calling attorneys. You have to take it the bull by the horns and say, okay, I'm going to fix this problem in my house. Because it's your house. Mm-hmm. It's your house. Yeah, I mean, for me, it was um, my eighth-year match. Going on my eighth-year, me and my wife weren't even getting along talking, almost sitting, sleeping in separate rooms. And like you, the sex was down. Yeah, sex was down. And I was ready to walk. Even I think I even said that, what you said. You know, hey, I'm going to get this lawyer because I can't take this anymore. But then I had to say, I had to really sit down when I was by myself, and I said, you know what, I got to still try to keep my marriage because I really don't want to do this. And then once I was able to get that third party, things came open on both sides that really changed our marriage. And and ever since then, we've been, you know, I'm, I'm going on, 15 years. I'm on 14th year right now. It's been going totally different. Things change, and marriage changed. I mean, the first five years, it was honeymoon stage. That's what I always call it. And you're going to get it everywhere in every room. It's going to be fun. Y'all going to be fun. But now, it's you know, it's like, okay, I want to build my career. I want to build a family. You know, and, and something get reduced. And when that's happening, you bring other issues in. Okay, you just have to figure out what those real get to the root cause of all those issues. And then once you find out, you really find out it's it's, it's something that wasn't even about you. Mm-hmm. And now as a man you'll be you you'll know better as to how to handle it. And and handle your household yeah. so that this problem won't happen again. Sure. 
and the things because I get guarantee you, there's no even me I, and I own my own business and I'm I'm out of town right now I'm out of town five days a week but when I get home I, that time is for my wife because we haven't seen each other a week you know and and, and if she's ready then I'm ready there's no uh, I'm tired or anything I've been on the road all the time you know so so we just got to be I guess she wants you to be there in certain other ways before she gets you what you really want. And then that's what the third party will bring out because right now you're putting up a defense mechanism because you got one thing in mind. Why is my wife not sexually active with me? What is it about me that she has this this new career that's affecting our relationship? And you got to really figure out what that is. Yeah, because I mean, this is—I mean, we've been married seven years, so this thing happened five. This thing happened two years ago, so it's 2012. This thing happened in 2010 when things started to decline. Yeah, and she had she had weight. She she did have weight issues. So she'd been losing weight. I've been helping exercise. I one time we had some things spontaneous where I did rubber feet and all that, and and we and it jumped off. But I mean, that thing is far few in between. It's some kind of magic button, but I can't seem to press it right. It's got to be something psychological, though. I'm listening to y'all say stuff, and it sounds psychological to me, too. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I just can't Logical and like physical, I mean, because as they get older, the magic button changes also. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't know about that. Yeah. You got to take yourself out of the equation. You got to still be the head, but take yourself out of the um, equation and just bring somebody else in, man. And you know what? And make it comfortable. It, it could be a female counselor. You know what I mean? A female, somebody that she can probably relate to. It could be an African female counselor. Make it as as comfortable as possible. But All the right, first get, thing they're going to say to her is, why are you only making love to your husband once a month? All right, get this, get this, get this, get this. Now, let's not say that I didn't have any any uh, preparation prior to the marriage. I did take a did Before we did get married, we went to professional counseling. We went to some female, with a female lady for professional counseling. And she said to her that we need to make sure that we understand each other uh, as needs. She mentioned there's a needs-based relationship. She did say that. And when I came away from the council, and I had a different perspective than she did. She said the council was a waste of time. We could have saved the money to do something else, to buy some food or something. I said, no, it's not like we wasted money. It's, we spent the money so that we could understand each other. So when we get married, it'll be a stronger marriage. She didn't get that. So I'm thinking, okay, so even now I asked her to go, to counsel and she says, well, you know, it's a waste of time. I'm doing right. You're, I don't feel there's a problem. So she doesn't understand the value of counseling. But I get what you're saying. I'll make the appointment and make it go. I'll do that. But I'm telling you something. Yeah. If you don't respect it, I'm, I may just have to walk and deal with the consequences, and I'm not trying to do that. But Is this her first marriage? Second. How long was you married the first time? Was it her first marriage? What, what did you say? How long was she married the first time she was married? Three years. Three years. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, you just got to ask yourself what what are the alternatives right now? Well, see, I have two kids. I have two kids, so divorcing is very expensive, and I know it's going to be very expensive. Two so. kids with her. Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. Got hmm. Now, now, let, let me ask you just one question. If if you were having sex with her, if y'all making love or being intimate three well, times a week and her job wasn't more important than you and she was making you happy, would you still stay with her? 
I would. So I would feel like I, I would. I would feel like I, I would feel like I, I would feel like she would. She bothers me more. She'd be more into me. I don't feel like she's into me like she should be. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So I so, mean, I'm. That, no, 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 forget this. Forget this though. I have spent. I have spent about well, twenty five grand investing into her business, and I thought I would recoup that with intimacy. And it hasn't. And and I told her that. I said, you know what? I'm doing this. He said, yeah, I'm not into your your job, your business, what you're trying to do. And I invested. And you're thinking that it would bring intimacy, and it has not. So what's the problem? She says, "Well, I wanted you to make. I want to make sure that you'd be interested in coming to my own country." I said, "Well, I'll do that, but why is this not bringing us closer?" Yeah, it wasn't much of an answer. So I'm thinking to myself. I mean, at this point now, I'm like, "Well, okay, so you gave me some cookies before I went on my my trip, but the frequency is still off." And I'm like, "Well, what am I supposed to do?" <laughs> Wait a minute. I, I'm, I'm sorry, my mouth is open. You $25,000, and you thought you were going to get intimacy in return? It sounds like your sex life is barred in your sex life. Let him clean it up. Clean it up, brother. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. The thing about this is you go in this thing, you marry. Anything happened in marriage is supposed to be for the both. And I saw the money in the thing, and I said, you know, maybe you could get some money on this stuff. We're talking about real estate, so this is real estate. So right. anyway, so I figured in real estate you could probably make some money. We do this money, and this money is in another country with the with the cost of building is lower than it is in the U.S. So I said, all right, bet we'll do this. All right, but then I'm thinking it's bringing us closer, but it's not. So yeah, I, in a sense, I was being duped. But <laughs> you right there with me in this ain't bad. So what what what's the what's going on here? Why you why you ain't understanding that? I'm trying to be closer to you, and you acting as if you you frustrated because you don't have enough money to finish your project, and you can't appreciate the fact that I did this and that, and you don't feel good about it. Do you, do you understand? You you do understand that the business is enabling her to separate from you, right? If she wants if she wants to do that, if she wants to do that, then she I, I kind of pose it to her. I posed it to her before. I said, if you, if you, if this is what you want to do, I did. I said, look, if you want to, if you want to go to Africa and run your business, you run your business. But you ain't taking the kids. I ain't, I'm, I'm gonna fight you with that. She said, well, and I asked her, you trying to take the kids over there? She said, no, I want to. I'm married, and I and my kids are in America, and I want them to know the American side and the Liberian side. But I said, wait a minute, no, no. So, so, so you, you understand that? So you respect that? But you have to understand something. <clears throat> you are not being a wife right now. Because, I, you know, I, I have needs and you're not meeting them, and you act like you don't care about it. And she says, well, you, you know, you're being a nag. And I say, well, no, I'm not being a nag. I have needs. Why you ain't meeting them? I'm meeting your needs, but you're not meeting mine. So where do I sit? Mm. She had no answer for that. But if you were meeting her needs, wouldn't she meet yours? I mean, it's kind of... I guess it's one sided, and that's where I'm at right now. And then, oh, and as of, as of late, as of late, she seems like she's trying to, she's trying to meet me halfway. She's trying to meet me halfway, but ever so often, I get a little bit of piece of her history. Gotcha, gotcha. And that's like she she's starting to share with me different stuff and and, and start conversations that adds. I mean, I've known this girl for ten years right now. Yeah. And there's stuff that probably she hasn't told me. 
in five, ten years. But it's just like, you know, I just feel like you really should be open with me. If you want to be intimate, intimate and not necessarily sex, you should be close. And I feel like I'm not close. Yeah. And I told her that. But she still feels as though she ain't doing anything wrong. And you, I know, you, you, you know, you I, know, I, I'm just blown away by all of this. Um, I, I, I think one thing, you know, and I know everybody's giving you a lot of advice, but I think one thing you need to do, you need to pray with your wife. Mm. Wow. I know I pray with my wife often, and sometimes, sometimes, gentlemen, I just throw in there things that I would like for the Lord to help me with with her. I would, I'll let her hear me ask the Lord for patience in dealing with her attitude or uh, give her patience in dealing with me when I forget something that she tells me. I let her, I, you know, I let her hear that when we're praying together. Man, y'all, y'all, man, y'all need some help from upstairs, man. Yeah, that's what I said. That's what I said earlier, and 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 if I thank you for that. I mean, that was that was, that was what I was thinking, but I didn't get it in there. Um, and tonight's focus, you know, was actually on how a husband can learn to love his wife. And believe it or not, most men really want to understand their wives, but. Yeah. As the brother is, you know, some of us get frustrated and, and we just, you know, about to give up. But if a woman understands the structure God has set up and she fully understands the role that God has given her in marriage, she can teach her husband how to better understand her. And by understanding her, he loves and leads her as God intends. Therefore, the end result is that he will become more like Jesus. And as the husband is learning to love his wife more, the wife should learn how to respect him more. And the language we may most easily understand is respect. And thus the cycle repeats. A beautiful cycle of mutual submission and of love and respect, which should be the goal of all of us Christians. Now that con- concludes our show for the evening, fellas. Don't go anywhere. I just want to stop this thing. We'll flip it over to open mic and we'll keep going for all of you that can. But thank you for tuning in to another episode of this virtual talk show brought to you by Married Men don't talk we hope that you enjoyed the show you can join us again next tuesday same time same place 9 to 11 p.m eastern standard time and next week's topic will be living in oblivion wow living in oblivion yes living in oblivion for more information please feel free to visit our new and improved website householdstress.com and also download our free household stress app from the Google Play Store for your Android smartphones. You are now free to move about the country.